Welcome to Xbox Uncut's weekly podcast. We're back for another week of video game news and conversation and bringing people stuff. back to the show. Yeah, well, yeah, stuff. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Holy echoes. Are y'all getting an echo right now? Oh, yeah. You shouldn't be getting an echo. I'm getting... It's okay. happening. Oh, no uh, more. No more. We're no good. more echo? Good. No, we're good, good now. We're good. It's a very special introduction for the yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, very, very special. Uh, all my audio is messed True up right intro, now. Intro. It's kind of running on one leg, so uh, it's going to be an interesting show, without a doubt. Uh, but that's why we have Audacity to fix all the shit after, after the fact. Um, <laughs> well, everybody, welcome to the. I don't know. This is like, this isn't everybody. We we were planning on having everybody, but Jason fell asleep whatever chloroform and then uh tim he's gonna be coming on later in the show but eventually one day we will have a full cast on the podcast one day i'm not promising today or tomorrow maybe we can do the uh e3 predictions then should we do the e3 predictions this week no i'm saying whenever everyone's here oh since we have a good core group of people i think we should do them right now Right now, uh... I don't want to hear 2018. There's too much, too much that could happen. Yeah. Between now and about the week before E3. Yes, but that's what's last great year, about predictions. Someone was asking me in like late April, you know, what's your E3 predictions? What's your E3 predictions? So like, okay, so I did them in like, you know, sort of nearing mid-May, and then like, I'm not even joking, like half the stuff that I was like, this, this could happen, and this could happen, you, you know, like Titanfall 2 and stuff that were just like not happening. And I was like, God damn it. Yeah. So let's just we should wait. I mean we can discuss it obviously, but maybe first week of June. Maybe we should have like pre pre three predictions today. Because there are a lot of leaks that happen. You know? And then it's not like you can even have predictions anymore because everyone already knows what's gonna be at E three. There are gonna be no games at E three. That's what I'm thinking. That's my prediction. It's just gonna be it's just gonna be like blackjack and hookers and my prediction pain. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, I think pain if there's not games and stuff. I think that's a good prediction. You know, I think pain is a good prediction. <laughs> and last year I was, you know, I was upset with you know Steve being negative and i wanted to be positive but this year i'm finding myself like steve last year i don't know if he's bringing me down and i'm just with him well hold on this, is, this isn't fair don't blame steve <laughs> keep your emotions in check for to be fair i already told you what this e3 was going to be like you didn't like it very much so no i don't <laughs> I'm, you, I, I'm mystic meg I, I literally just spelled out e3 and i will be right yeah i think yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should hold it though. Yeah, maybe. Till next week or maybe the week after. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like I'm I'm definitely not helping. I haven't done a hype train or anything yet, so like I know that no train. The steam is just settling. It's just, it's hard to be hyped. You know, I mean, I love Microsoft, but well, it's hard to be hyped right now. It's, well, it's hard to be hyped because they've got no studios that you think to yourself, 
Well, what could they be oh, working well, well, on? Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's no one. And that's, there's... you know, that's fine if that's their plan, but kind of makes it hard to get excited if they won't throw us a bone. Yeah, it's hard to... Just well, they're, they're going to throw you a swim bone. Yeah. yeah, there's going to be a bone. <laughs> <laughs> it might not be the bone you want, but there's going to be a it's bone. Gonna... Probably a slim bone. A slim bone. A slim bone, yeah. I'm hoping it's a milk bone. Like... <laughs> You know what? I just had a great idea for pictures. <laughs> it's just gonna be dog bone treats. That's, yeah, it's gonna be the new fucking box. It's gonna be uh, Purina's or whoever's. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Dog biscuits. But no, the reason I'm down is because Steve and I have been like back and forth talking about this all the time, and we there's only four studios internally that are even making like real games for Xbox. And outside of that, besides the companies they're already working with, the fourth? well, it's rare. Three, four, oh, three. Okay, rare. Yeah, okay, Coalition and uh, Turn Ten. Um, I I don't really count uh, Mojang because they're just working on Minecraft. Because <laughs> they don't release things on. Yeah, yeah. Xbox so it's hard to count. Yeah, it's hard to count them. You know, but uh, there's that. So we already know what's coming from them. We know what's going to keep coming for them over the next. 10 years, you know, the same stuff. Um, but the new stuff's going to come from the stuff they contract. So the independent developers they work with, hopefully making AAA games, you know, like we have with ReCore coming and Crackdown and uh, all the other stuff we know about. But um, it's hard to think of any other teams that Microsoft has solid relationships with in the past that could make that big kind of AAA exclusive. So it, it it's hard well, to be even, excited. Even like smaller projects is hard to think. I mean, okay, there's some perhaps that they could be repartnering with, like Zoe Mode, who did Power Star Golf or stuff. But I mean, that's not really gigantic, and it's not, you know. Yeah, and we know Insomniac. It's ironic the word gigantic. But... So they're not working with Insomniac again, at least anytime soon, probably. Um, well, it's really then... early. Yeah. And then and they pissed off Crytek, so. No, Rise Two is coming. That's my prediction. <laughs> uh, don't don't hey hey well, I got sources but... I got sources. And it's not like you can be like oh they have a it's Platinum a Games game coming because Platinum Games we know that they're making one <laughs> Scalebound you know, and then Sumo uh, we know is on Crackdown so I can't imagine they're doing another game with Sumo at the same time you know, and then <laughs> Splash Damage finished up with. Gears not long ago. Maybe well, they're working on Gears Four. Yeah. So it's not. And then Ruffian, yeah. who knows what they're doing? But I doubt they're doing. I'm pretty sure they're, they're doing the Forge stuff. Oh, for PC. Sure, because I I posted last year about how they had job listings for working, and LinkedIn stuff about working with Microsoft and three four three on Halo Five. It's, uh, on Halo specifically for PC, and then they announced this Forge thing, and it doesn't really strike me as the sort of thing that 343 would perhaps yeah. solely do themselves. Um, I mean, can I mean, we see a team like are. Avalanche maybe work with Microsoft? Well, or... it depends if they're willing to give up the IP or not. I mean, they did work on a licensed IP, I guess, if you're paying the bills. I don't bill, think so... Avalanche owns any of their IPs, do they? Uh, they don't own Just Cause, no. And they worked on that. They don't own Mad Max, obviously. Yeah. Um, but then again, it's, but the whole thing is that everybody wants to wants to own their own IPs and and stuff. So 
But at the same time, Avalanche probably just wants work. And they are working. I, I look at their webpage, and they're working on two AAA titles right now. Two, you know, their teams. Two one open world sandbox games. I'm yes. There was a Mad Max sequel and Just Cause 4 in there, to be perfectly well, honest. What's interesting, though, is for all the New York listings, it says Xbox One, PS4, PC. But for all the Stockholm listings, it doesn't say the console. So it doesn't say any of them. You know, it just says AAA open world. So maybe that's an exclusive, but who knows? It could be for Sony for all we know. Could be for NX. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I, I'm willing to bet many houses that it's not for NX. <laughs> hey, NX needs games too, though, man. Well, so, when Nintendo they, comes out on Microsoft them, stage, they do them all year. internally. Yeah, well, about ninety percent of them. Uh-huh. Tony, but, uh huh. But Nintendo comes out on Microsoft stage this year, and then they announce the NX as the next Xbox, <laughs> and it's coming out on the NX. You're gonna you're gonna feel dumb, Steve. That's already that's already been crushed because uh, don't it, crush my it, dreams. Hasn't it come out that it's not going to be x86 pretty much? Yeah. No, those, yeah. that's all misinformation. Yeah. <laughs> it's all misinformation. Isn't it like Nvidia Tegra or some crap? Yeah, it's not going to be very powerful. Those talking might not even be as powerful as an Xbox One. So. Which, I mean, if they want to get the pricing down and they know that ultimately, no matter what they do, third parties are not interested might be the best business decision for them but except for the Possibly. fact that their 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 platform's dying <laughs> yeah i don't <laughs> and I they don't they need to get third party to help <laughs> but to get back to like independent developers who could possibly make AAA exclusives for microsoft i can't think of any and i know steve can't either and well that, that's, hold on there's that's what's few, got us worried there's a few out there but, but okay. the problem is, is that a lot of them seem to want own IPs. I mean, Techland yeah. are saying that they've got a new AAA. I mean, I'm not saying they're working with Microsoft, but they also managed to own the Dying Light IP. Yeah. And and who you else? Know, uh, Bungie. Like Ready at Dawn. Ready at Dawn. We're talking about wanting to Ready own Dawn, IPs yeah. and Gearbox don't give up IPs and Turtle Rock owned Evolve. I mean, they've got another game in development and stuff. And you think, well, I mean, maybe different deals have been struck or or something, yeah. but. I, I don't. I mean, it's well, still you know, hard to come up with ideas on who they could work with, though, and own the IP. Yeah, I know. So, so hopefully they surprise us, though. Hopefully there's two games that we just didn't see coming from developers we didn't think about. I mean, you you, you look at Halo Wars two, and they're doing that with Creative Assembly, which Sega owns. So that that was out of left field, you know. Um, the uh, Recore with Armature, none of us were thinking, oh, Arm Armature is going to be releasing a AAA exclusive. We didn't, we didn't expect that. I mean, we we kind of thought it, you know, years before that because I mean, Microsoft had expressed interest in working with them in the past, but it just, it, I, I think they did, right? Don't remember that. I think they had said that previously before the game was announced. No, they um, said that they were looking, they were exploring ways to work with each other. Right. And then, at the same time, Inafune Sun went to Armature with like, "We'll buy this recall idea." And then they were like, "Oh, hey, oh, well, we've okay. been looking to work with Microsoft, so maybe they were interested." And then straight to Microsoft, Microsoft were like, "But yeah, that one came out of nowhere." Money, money, money. So that so. that one and, and Halo Wars Two with Creative Assembly. So maybe we see, you know, two more cases of that. And I'd like to see that at E3. 
because if we watch this conference and they don't announce anything new, oof, besides Forza Horizon 3, which we which isn't like something new because we know it's coming. You know? That's that would be kind of upsetting. Yeah, but I don't know if they'll feel the same way about that. Well, they're stupid then. Yeah, cuz it could always could be Gran Turismo Sport. You know? Right, yeah, Grant's business sport, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, I... It's not fun to make fun of the, the retarded kid, but that game looks awful. It looks really bad. It looks really, really, really it's bad. Made so, it look worse so, Steve, could... I wanted to ask yeah. you, uh, when are you going to start writing the article for the, down, the downfall of Polyphony? And where did it start? <laughs> and why does Sony feel like it shouldn't fund them? I mean, isn't it one of their biggest franchises? Like, wouldn't you think they'd throw Polyphony a bone? I think they probably have been. I bet they've been spending a lot of money on this game, and this is just the shitty results we've seen. But they're they're like a triple A. De- they are a triple A dev. This is aren't the best. Say, I might be wrong about this, but are they not also not all that big? Like they're not like they're not that big, but three hundred people or something. But Gran Turismo Five sold like eleven million copies or something, right? Well, and then let's just get Gran Turismo six, six, five million. I mean, it sold over five million. So I mean, it's still five million copies. It's a lot of fucking. That's a lot. <laughs> I bet you Gran Turismo Six costs like half as much as Five did as well. Yeah. So they made tons of money off the studio. You think they'd be giving them the money they need to make something great, and maybe they are. Well, I and, think that and they're they just poorly managed. Actually, don't really know. You know, but, you know, they used to reused a lot of assets and stuff, and I wonder if if they're at this stage where Sony turns around and says, "Okay, well, you know, can you do this from scratch?" And they go, "Oh, hey, sure. You know what? We can absolutely do this from scratch, but it'll probably take us like fifteen years." Right. It's like you know, maybe uh, is it Kazunori Yamauchi? I think um, I, might, I, I might have just pulled that name from you know somewhere, but maybe he's all like, "Well, you know, I don't want to have like 400 people in the studio and stuff." So they kind of keep closing it, and I mean, you know, you'll be able to they'll brute force it on Neil or something. I mean, he was directly no, asked about Neil, and apparently had a bit of a smirk. Thing. That's awful. You should never go out and go. Yeah, the P- the PS4. If the Neo is the only way to really play fucking Gran Turismo Sport, then the PS4, their most successful console, but will never get a Gran Turismo game designed for it. That it, is fucking insane. It doesn't matter though, because on PS4, <laughs> the assets look poor. So if you transfer, but if you, if you, if you port those, no, but looks if, better if than you this. port, but if you port those those bad assets, even to the Neo. It's still not going to look good, so I don't see how it's going to look that much better on the Neo. The other thing is, is that they may well be prioritizing PSVR development. That's what I'm thinking. Which too. is the reason why it could actually look substantially better on Neo, is because they're making sure that the thing will run on a damn PS4. Yeah, I don't know, but the... but Forza Five looks way better than this. And that's five? Not, yeah. I'd say it's, I'd say the it's wall kind of, of fucking trees? Uh, I don't know. I'd I, say put it on I think six looks way better. Six but... fucking crushes it. Five looks better. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. The assets, they're like, they're fucking ground, like the street and the the fucking grass. It looks like a PS3 game. Even Eurogamer came out and said it looked like Gran Turismo 6. It doesn't. I'm not going to be that hard on it. I think at the state it's out right now, it would have been fine as a launch title, you know? 
but it's a launch title yeah but yeah that'd be or, or within would, the first year or something you know, it would have been window. no like in the launch launch title within the first the launch window you would have been like oh they just ported over a ps3 game that's what it would have been and nobody yeah. would have complained but this isn't them port like the fucking textures the on the ground look, good, look awful the car, the car models, models are half fucking they're low poly they're not they don't look they, great I think the car models look okay, and it looks like the lighting looks okay. It look the the weakness seems to be in all like the trackside assets and stuff, like the grass, like the trees, things like that. You know. Yeah, when it's just uh, one large texture for. A yeah, tree. so ho so hopefully that's placeholder shit, and they can get it together. But yeah, it, and it they say it's only it like fifty percent done. And it's yeah. screen tearing on the reveal. Yeah, they, yeah, they, and... and it wasn't it wasn't locked at sixty too, from what they were saying. So it was running around thirty. And then you compare that to Turn 10, who's put out Forza 5 and 6 already, and has worked with uh, Playground on Forza Horizon 2, and will likely release Forza Horizon 3 before Gran Turismo Sport comes out. That's like four Forza titles in this gen before Gran Turismo comes out, and a poor Gran Turismo at that, it's looking like. So, well, yeah, Polyphony well, is in bad no, shape. It could still be good, even if it doesn't It work. could. It could. Right. I mean, no, but like but the, it, the sound hasn't been improved, though. It definitely shows that they're just like it, Gran Turismo is not the franchise people remember. It's dying as a franchise. Yeah, and I think it's Sony's that the fault. racing market's not what it was. So I don't think except I racing in Forza and every other racing game keeps pounding on and improving. Gran Turismo's dying. It's not that it's not where it was. Well, well, Gran Turismo he's, he's needs to evolve. evolve. Where he was talking about sales. Oh, no, no, but I'm saying it needs to evolve. Like, Forza is evolving. Forza's going, hey, we might not get enough sales on fucking Xbox no more. Here's Forza Apex for PC, and every for future Forza titles come into PC. Like, they're evolving. They're not fucking giving up. And well, Gran Turismo 6 at... also sold 5 million copies. I wouldn't call that That's dead. Right. Turn 10 is also a well-oiled machine. They yeah. they know exactly what they're doing. They know how to get their games out on time. They, they have a very tight production schedule. Well. And also, yeah. I don't think that they have much consideration for... Like, they managed to do connect stuff with... Was it Forza 4 and stuff without it really impacting? Because I think they're a large studio and they probably have contractors. Whereas, you know, if they're doing PSVR themselves, then I suspect... That will be they're a over, they're overstretched. Big yeah, consideration. I, I mean, to be honest, I, don't, I don't know a huge amounts about polyphony, but you know, I suspect you know PSVR is important to Sony, and that's obvious, and that's fine. But I think you know, looking at at that, that could be a you know that could be a major explanation for perhaps what's going on here. But all that said, I, I feel like this helps you look at Turn Ten in a different light and see really how talented and how well managed they are in comparison to what we've seen from polyphony no yeah. but i know people call us fanboys but like i bought a ps3 for gran turismo 5 i would pretty much use i bought uh, i've bought every gran turismo all of them like i've actually been a fan like i know jason loves those games too like they're well in gran just... turismo 3 on playstation 2 was the bomb man yeah, holy like, shit back were, in the day uh, were... i think the last one i played was gran turismo Two. No, but like the like one and two were like the original place. It was fucking amazing. Oh, they're amazing. And yeah. three was amazing, and four was good. Then five fucking was awful at launch, and it got it improved, and they fixed it, and it was good. Then six was bad. 
Well, six wasn't bad. It was just, it was just five. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know, six should have been a PS4 launch game. Yeah, <laughs> it, it really should have. It shouldn't have fucking did what it did. And now this just looks awful. Like they've been declining for years upon years, and it's sad because it's it's a big franchise, and it it deserves I don't know like to actually live <laughs> and be a good game. Yeah, it'd be nice to see the amount of like time and care put into what we see from Uncharted 4 happen with Gran Turismo. Yeah. yeah. Because the reason Turn 10 is such a well-oiled machine was literally to beat Gran Turismo. And it sucks that Gran Turismo's just... They did. Not, they, they, yeah, it's like, yeah, we're done. Like, But I don't want that because that means Gran Turismo won't become even more amazing because... I know. I'd rather I mean, see a good competitor than just something yeah, die, you know? Yeah, the culture at Turn 10 seems to be like they constantly push themselves to put out better and better games. I don't think that's going to be a problem. Yeah, I hope. Oh, no, I know, I know, but you know what I mean. It's always good to have good competition and not just somebody that's a lame duck. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think we have anything to worry about with Turn 10. Turn 10 is... That's Microsoft's most solid studio. They're consistent. I I think it, the the bigger problem facing Forza is that people kind of get money. I don't yeah. know, overwhelmed, but you know, kind of like you know, well, we get these so often. Mm. Well, they have the benefit of not really being on PC for the next motorsport, but I think after that, then we'll really see it kick in. Well, and also the next motorsport um, will come out probably after new hardware has come out too, so that's yeah. also helpful. Um, but it's the one after that. I think uh, Forza Motorsport 8 is when we're really going to see a major decline and where maybe the franchise could start becoming, start being in trouble, you know? I'd, I'd kind of be surprised if it didn't happen with... With 7? 7. Why? No, because you, you got, got, you got well, the huge PC yeah, but... player base that's going to be all about buying 7. Like, well, and and also, huge. it's after it'll be after new hardware launches. You know, the yeah, but the thing is, is that it might not be when new hardware launches. No, it'll be yeah, it'll be after, think, but it'll I be close. But yeah. Important. Well, I it'll don't know. I just I think, think it'll be that... close enough. No, but it'll get it'll be Apex is like a half stop gap measure of just like, hey, we wanted to try this. If you like it, you like it. Four to seven on PC is going to be huge because it's going to be an actual giant console version like this is going to be a giant racing game on pc for the very first time like i race well, this, this no, is also no, even assuming nothing... that it is a regular because they keep saying well you know we might bring games to windows 7 uh, no no they've already 10, announced that every but, single forza game from here on out will be on pc that it might not be the exact same game uh, I'd be it'll, it'll be forza 7 it's he, gonna be they, forza well, 7 but he has said before that that you know that they don't think that, that that market is on PC, which I think they're horrendously wrong on. But they might, if they do another free-to-play thing and that's, you know, different and you can get it fully featured, but I don't think it's a guarantee that it's going to be the exact same thing as the Xbox version. Mm. I think it'll be I think it's going to be the said. 7. It's going to be and, and even then, thing. who's to say that the Windows Store is even going to get that amount of people to, to buy it to make it that success? It'll be enough, I think, and along with new hardware. That the Xbox uh, sales won't be kind of problemish. 
I don't think so. I, don't, I think no. I, th I think this one has the benefit, of, like and we I said. I think that you can also have franchise fatigue on the Xbox user base, but have that also different to what the PC yeah. does. Yeah, so. I just I I feel like Forza Seven isn't the one to be worried about. I think I really do think that Forza Eight would be the one where we should start to see a major decline. Yeah. But that, and I by think that they, and they by that time the they might just they... say hey. They Let's go games as a service. To. Yeah, you know, they turn it more towards iRacing racing and yeah. fucking just make it so. Hey, buy your car. And then by that time, Rare, Rare will be uh, dissolved, and we'll be down to three four three and the coalition. Yeah, uh, I'm not so sure. I'd put three four three in that same <laughs> continue to exist ballpark. But oh, Steve, that's totally wrong. Bungie's Halo's gonna stay alive. Halo's Don't... gonna live, but. <laughs> The, the, gonna, the inside live. structure, no, it's gonna live perfectly fine. They might replace everybody inside of three four three, but that name in business it will and still they might be, be smaller there. too. Yeah, but they'll stick they'll stick around. Like even if Microsoft said, "Hey, we're getting out of the console market," you know, we're not gonna make games anymore. Halo will still live. exist. Yeah. They'll oh, sell actually. it. Someone will someone will want Halo. It's still it's still it's... a force in its own way. You know. It's Speaking one of the most valuable IPs. This week, I tweeted a joke. Um, oh, it's about you know the 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 Black Ops backwards compatibility thing where Mikey Barra tweeted like thirteen point five hours or something. Yeah. And I tweeted and I said, oh, you know, so what's it going to be? You know, is it going to be a new BC game? Is it going to be a new Xbox? You know, is Xbox going to be shut down? You know, it's just a joke. And on right. that tweet, I, someone replies to me saying, oh, I completely forgot to unfollow you. <laughs> it was something that complained to me about something before I, I, just, I didn't know who they were I just thought it was really funny that that tweet was you know it, and it was clearly a joke you know yeah yeah but yeah someone someone didn't appreciate my joke yeah it's okay so. Steve I mean it's a news article by itself when somebody doesn't appreciate you but yeah you're but yeah you're, back to you back to you are uh, no no just you are a global treasure steve a global not a national a global treasure universal you, Dustin. I, I can't go as far as saying universal i haven't been out of our global yeah <laughs> oh, <I> that. <laughs> but no, back but, to independent developers who's going to well, make the triple a well, games Who's well, going to do not, it, Steve? Not AAA. The one Look, that we do this know is, who, is coming. This is what's happening. State of Decay. Not AAA. I don't think. Is it the rumor that said that, that uh, Undead Labs won't be at E3, though? Well, well, they kind of said that they said that they wouldn't be there in an official capacity. But Behind that doesn't necessarily mean. But that doesn't necessarily mean, in my opinion, that they won't have like a trailer and and you know because they're not going to because. You know they're not going to turn around and be like, "Oh, hey guys, we're going to be E3 and we're going to announce our new game." I mean, okay, some, sometimes people kind of do do that, but I don't think that's particularly Microsoft style. To, you know, they'll kind of want it to be a surprise. You know, right. as, as much as it as much as it can be. I mean, I know that they did it with. Uh, all right, you know they said you know the next Forza will be it. That's. E3, but, but you know, but for, something that's, for something that's not so annual. Look, Microsoft is going to get Bungie back. Bungie's no. going to be like, oh, we'll use one of your IPs so that we don't make them. Well, Speaking of Bungie, they announced that they were being uh, retooling Destiny 2 completely, and that's actually Luke Smith who's going to 
lead the game now. That's crazy. I know. For him from one up. Freaking yeah. Luke. Good for Luke. Good for Luke. Wasn't the Taken King? He was creative director. Yeah. Well. But he wasn't like the the full on studio lead for this shit. Like like he he's the he's the head guy now. He's leading Bungie development. That's <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, it's something interesting, but you know, I'm not very funny. If he's the best man for the job. I think he probably is. Yeah, because he did a good job with Taken King. You know and. But, uh, but the fact that also the project seems to be rebooted, which is not really what Jason Schreier originally reported. He just kind of said that they delayed it, and now he's like, yeah, they've rebooted it. That's kind of scary, it's, yeah. It's, 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 it's a mess. It's yeah. No, and, this is and Bungie it's Development. it's going to kill them. This is Bungie Development. This is how they always do it. They get about halfway in a project and go, fuck it, scrap it, and start over. And then, and then it's oh, awesome. And then it's I mean, awesome. they managed to not do that after Halo... <laughs> They did, two, they, they did it for Halo 2. They did for Halo 2. They didn't do it for, th for 3. And well, I think that's because Microsoft was like, don't make fact, us lose anything, our fucking Reach, money. They were like, oh, uh, not Reach, FODST. They were like, actually, we can make this a bigger thing. Mm -hmm. Which is, you know, good. No, but and I think that's Reach because the, the guy supplying the money was more like, get the fucking work and not... The... I think there was a lot more hand-holding. I think, I, I think Microsoft were, were good for their project management. Yeah, better than I think Activision because Activision don't own the IP. Obviously, they're publisher, but I think that perhaps Activision, you know, felt that you know they could probably trust Bungie, you know, because it's Bungie, and I think that they realised pretty quickly that actually they needed some. I don't, I don't think it's well. I mean, perhaps they probably do need guidance from the sounds of it, but you know, perhaps they. Destiny they just... Two is going to sell a ton of copies. It'll be fine. They're going to be fine. Yeah, games industry is going to continue down this dark path of supporting mediocre games. We'll be fine. But yeah, we need more. What more? What other teams, Steve? We need. Uh, we need options here. Bethesda. Jaeger. Jaeger, yeah, that's true. That's what about true. Diablo? They've been quiet too. They've been really quiet. Well, they quite often since. Since uh, the Dead Island Two, got Dead Island Two, which yeah. Is now, oh, we say Sumo, but they've they announced that they opened a new studio, but that new studio, I believe, is making Dying Light Two now. So, yeah. Um, Diablo Four Xbox One exclusive. Calling it Diablo Four. Wait, what? Diablo Four. Yes. Do we see money hats? Like, I I can see possibly one money hat at this conference. You know, maybe Dead Rising Four. No, look, look, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with Dead Rising, but they've got State of Decay. That's, that's not going... They need to get away from the idea of making uh, or publishing games that are kind of similar-ish. In my personal yeah, opinion, but you don't need Dead Rising and State of Decay. But State of Decay is probably pretty far off still, man. They've been, on, they've been on it for three years. Maybe Dead Rising 4 could come out this year for all we know. Hey, guys, I got an idea. Just tell me what you think. What if they come out and they announce the Kickstarter for Crimson Skies? Who would develop it? Who would publish I, it? I don't because... know. We'll figure that out after the Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think it would make the money personally. <laughs> uh, they'll just announce. Microsoft's going to come out on stage, announce like ten games from the back catalog, and they'll all be Kickstarters. Maybe we find out a new developer for Phantom Dust. Yeah, I'd be. 
if if Phantom Dust is coming, they're going to announce it like three months before it comes out, and I'm being yeah. dead serious about that. Yeah, it's going to be, be it's going to be it's going to be. Hey guys, you know we kind of messed you around before. We want to make sure that it's it's ready. Yeah, I mean maybe maybe that is now, but you're wrong. Any Steve. other? You're but wrong. I I could see a Capcom money hat happening because Capcom has been taking money hats from everyone. Nintendo, they're like, okay, here's your Monster Hunter. Sony, they're like, okay, here's your Street Fighter. Microsoft, they said, okay, here's your Dead Rising. So you have to imagine that that could possibly be happening at the C3. I, know, I mean, it, it's very it's very possible. I don't know if I... I think, I mean, it depends on the game, but I, I just... At the end of the day, Microsoft do these money hats to... Provide value for that platform, and I'm just not personally sure that from what we're seeing from their from their marketing deals and and their money hats that actually yeah, but they don't have an open really, world franchise. These really proving, really proving that well, it is since Overdrive, and they're not doing another one. Recause open world ish probably. Uh, well, Shinobi just said open world. Um, I think, I'm gonna say I don't think it's gonna be open world. I think it's gonna be like Tomb Raider open world. I think we should develop a game for Microsoft, put it on the Xbox. We'll be first party. Well, yeah, but we'd earn more money if we put it on PlayStation. I don't know. It's not always true. They have good uh, selling game selling through uh, right on Xbox. Like Raiden Five. Yeah. Like I, I'm just saying, like if fifty dollar value, we could do uh, a Schrodinger's cat game where all it is is a cat in a box, but you can't open it. There's already a Schrodinger's cat game on Xbox. Yeah. Well, we're gonna have the definitive game. <laughs> this is gonna tell I you. Just... We could we could just remaster that one. This, this this is Sony. gonna be. Uh... <laughs> we can make a 4K edition. For yes, the new a, Xbox. a 4K, and yeah, it's gonna Xbox be. Be 4K, it's gonna be, be in first person view of like the it. cat, Steve. The first person view of the cat, instead of the person. <laughs> and then when the person comes to check on the box, you jump out and you maul them. Like a little bear. Oh, and there's also my other prediction, you know, the, the Splinter Cell money hat. I, 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 uh, well, well, that's possible to me because they don't have a stealth game. I mean, they right. cancelled it. And and also I would look at that and I'd go, actually, you know what, that could actually be pretty good. But you know, I guess I'm like Dead Rising 4 and I just think, for Christ's sake, you, you funded the first one and did really well. The third one was fine. You know, you kind of have enough third-person action-y Yeah, but Dead Rising games. 3 sold pretty well. Yeah. And so, like, yeah. I, I think they're going to they get the... Four? I think why, they're going to get the marketing rights. It's not, it's not going to shift them consoles. It's not going to... It's another you know, game. Those games have always been janky. Yeah, but stop filling the lineup. Stop making new exciting things. Steve, if you're gonna just look, awesome. if you're just gonna list new shiny things, like that's great, but you're not gonna know what those are until they announce them because they're new shiny well, things. Well, sure, but, so, uh, but no, no, but like Dead Rising budget. Four, he has a checkbook. He's already put it yeah, out but there. I just, but it's it's nice to get on bullet points, but I think the the, the reality of, of this game. No, but like by your logic, like they're just going to slowly fall into an abyss where nothing ever gets announced, and it's just like, well, he doesn't well, have an. No, no, but it's like you're saying he doesn't have an unlimited checkbook, but then he needs to create new IPs. Like, what what is he going to create these new IPs from? Like, he has to. Yeah, no, you got to spend money to make money. 
Yeah, but like, the point is, is that rather than spending that money on Dead Rising Four, you spend that money on a on a new oh, IP. Oh no, I'm just saying, like even if they they did spend it on new IP, oh, we're we're not gonna oh, have who, any idea who about it. Who would make the new IP? I'm telling well, you, Bungie, it's gonna be great. Well, I don't know. Crytek, no, they'll find someone. What if they couldn't, and that's why they went with Dead Rising Four? Or what if Dead Rising Four takes place in space in the future? They call it call it Dead Rising Four Infinite Warfare. Well, aren't they, isn't that kind of what they did with Donna Crisis 3? They Capcom? did. That was a really that bad idea. <laughs> hey, hey, what about a new Dino Crisis? That yes, would be a good money is. hat. That would be a good money hat. Dino that, Crisis. That works because any publisher who cancels a dinosaur game is is done to me. They, can even, they don't even have to call it Dino Crisis and put a number behind it. They can just call it Dino Crisis and it'll be a complete reboot. Capcom's developing it, you know? Microsoft's publishing. I mean... That could work. It could work. I don't know how likely it is. But what if they just? Work. What if they announced that they're just buying Capcom North America? Dinosaurs are really popular right now. So if Microsoft's smart, they're going to make an, a new IP with dinosaurs right now. Well, they should have now made a new time they should have, Yeah. Well, I've I've been saying this for like 50 million years. Did you see what I did there? Um, Uh, Steve, how, how you, Steve, how are you not I saw, I saw what you did there. I didn't see what you did. I, I saw. When were dinosaurs around? Oh. oh this is unbelievable. No, that, that, was, that was sensational. Hey, Vern is smiling. Vern is smiling. That's what matters. <laughs> <laughs> it was very corny, Steve, and I enjoyed it. I like to appreciate your sense of humor. <laughs> I, I like it. I like it, Steve. Like you just said. you know, I, I caught it late. You know. Yeah. He's up fifty million years. He's just being. He's just it, being facetious. <laughs> oh no! I, it's supposed I, to be funny. I mean, you know, I kind of get it if they need something to to fill a gap, but I like mean, I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to go and cream my pants because oh hey, they paid for Dead Rising Four for a third time. Like, buy the IP in the studio, or please just. That'd be pretty nice. Like, let's let's just go and That'd find be something. Awesome. Else. I'm telling you, it's would... been it was rumored for a long time that they were going to buy Capcom. Why not? If they bought Capcom Vancouver because and bought Cap... the Dead Rising franchise, that'd be awesome. That would okay, give well, them a I, great dev. They would have so... a great IP. They would be. They... Yeah, but it's all about yeah, Microsoft. They'd never buy Capcom. No, no, not Capcom. No, we're saying Capcom just that Vancouver. One well, that one studio would. I mean, that would be interesting. And they're also working on a new IP, I think. Maybe that new IP is for Microsoft. I would be very satisfied with that. I'm just not a fan of beating a horse that I feel like is not really all that exciting anymore. Not that you should beat horses, but... You're talking about look at a horse in its teeth, huh? Huh, Maybe. Yeah. I just... You know, I, I just... You know, I'm mean, thinking wrong. I like Dead Rising Three and stuff, but I just, you know, Dead the Galvestation awesome. and, and yeah. announced. I just, I don't think that's going to be hugely. Steve, you've just exciting. convinced me that's what I'm playing tonight. That's what I'm going to jump on and play. Oh, it's been good. a while. It's been a while. Long load times, but. So are, are they going to be working with Remedy again? Yeah, why not? Why wouldn't they? Well, I think they're done with Remedy. Well, I'm up in the air. I guess it, I think it probably depends on exactly what their plans are for Quantum Break Two. 
Yeah, if they push through and say, hey, let's go with Quantum Break 2 anyway, yeah, they'll work on it. But I'm getting the feeling Microsoft's not liking those sales numbers. Well, they stopped talking about them now. Yeah, very quickly, actually. They stopped talking about them after like a week. Yeah. And that's why know. new IPs always do great, right, Steve? I did not say new IPs do great, but that's why we don't great. do Dead Rising Four. That, that that's why we don't do that one. We, we let's let's do new. I'd rather see them do a new IP and and it and, and it fail than yeah. money having the same game from Capcom over over again. A great game from Capcom. Don't say any game. Uh, it's I think a great game. great's being very generous. First one was really good. It's a great launch title. I'll say that. When the Xbox Bone Fire come the the, the bone, bone Beast Fire. Yeah, the bone when the bone ending happens. <laughs> <laughs> when the fire releases and the gates open and the bone ending starts and Dead Rising Four is there to greet you, you'll be very happy. You'll be very happy because there'll be a bone sticking out of the zombie's chest that you're gonna rip out of his chest and beat him in with it. It's gonna be great. 5,000 zombies on screen at the same time, Steve. 5,000. At 1080p, finally. At 4K. Up-res up 4K, but 4K. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. They're going to have eight display planes on the next Xbox. There's no reason for that. It's going to be to cover there's up. No, there's no benefit. <laughs> that you know of, Vern. <laughs> that you know of. Ugh. But when the body gets sliced up <laughs> when you're running them over, it's going to take place in eight different paints. So they can do all there's kinds no, of crazy effects. There's no reason for that. No. All right, let's move on <laughs> to what, what we've been playing. <laughs> the boning is going to happen. Mm -hmm. It will. Uh, all right, I don't even know where to start. Uh, fuck, what happened? I played... Uh, Gears of War Judgment, the game's still fucking great. And damn, the 360 look doesn't age well. It doesn't. Wait, do doesn't age well? No, nah, just like the, the multiplayer. It just, uh... Oh, okay. You're playing Gears of War Judgment without me. My pleasant... My, ugh, not, not pleasant. My, my cousin plays it. He doesn't but have a... He doesn't have an Xbox looks One. really good in that game, though, man. No, but I'm talking about the multiplayer. Single player's yeah. gorgeous. I mean... The multiplayer just—I mean, it's—it's it's designed for the 360. It just doesn't it doesn't hold up the same way as the single uh -huh. player. You dedicate a lot more cycles towards fucking visuals and lighting and stuff in single player. Right. But yeah, I played some Judgment. That's awesome. Uh, somehow it says I played iDarb. I did not play iDarb or Ark. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What have I been playing? Forza Motorsport 6. No, I tried the NASCAR expansion. Uh, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, I was... I went, I went fast, Burn. I went fast. I was first. Oh, well, yeah. You go, like, 200 miles an hour on those <laughs> yeah. ovals, man. <laughs> well, I played more than just an oval track. But, yeah. 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 Uh, I know we played, uh... What, which, well, I don't want to play... What do you think of NASCAR expansion? It seems cool. I mean, I didn't get to play it much. I only played it maybe about 15 minutes. But uh, they added a lot of new stuff in this update as far as the physics were concerned. And yeah. specifically for the NASCAR stuff, like with the drafting and all that. So It was cool to have a, a pointer also to tell you when a car was coming up behind you. Uh-huh. That, that was a big addition. 
I don't know. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely helpful. But it, it seems like a pretty worthwhile expansion. You get you get a ton of cars. You get a new track. You get a whole new campaign, which they're saying is about maybe ten hours of gameplay yeah. or so. Um, and then you can use all those cars and all the different tracks, and you know you have all the weather and time of day. I don't know if they did they add the new track. Does it have a weather and time of day changes on it? I don't it remember. has variation. Yeah, it has the variations yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool. So, yeah, it seems like a pretty worthwhile expansion if you're if you're in a NASCAR. Or if you're just into forts in general and you want to play more Forza, that's yeah. why I picked it up. That's just it's one of those games I can pick up at any time and enjoy. I mean, it, NASCAR NASCAR is a fun sport. It is, just like every racing is a fun sport. So it's worth. I think it's worth picking up. Uh, Plants vs Zombie Garden Warfare Two. We played a lot of that. We got mm-hmm. a couple rounds in. We need to go back in, Vern. We got to unlock shit and do more. Well, I know Maria really wants to. Yeah. Uh, we can't tonight because I think she's going out with her friend tonight or uh, something. But okay. maybe tomorrow night yeah. we'll get some time in and play that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's it's really really good game. I, I love the hub world. I think that's so smart. I know yeah. some – what was it? Nintendo was saying he'd rather menus. But personally, I, I like the idea of having that little playground area where you can choose what you want to do within mm-hmm. it instead of going through menus. It feels like a more complete game in the process with the way it's set up. I mean, I wish there was. It it'd be nice for a way to override it, for people like Nintendo, mm-hmm. just so that they could jump in. But I don't. My only complaint is the hub world. Like the the base could be set up just a little bit better. Like explaining where, what menus or where. Yeah. Just so that yeah, you you would understand. Oh, that's that's where online multiplayer is. Oh, this is where whatever is. Like it could just be a little bit better set up. But other than mm-hmm. that, yeah, I'm. I love being able just to walk out and be like, oh, oh, Vern, you've never played this. Oh, you want to test out characters. Just jump in somebody, walk out the fence, and start shooting somebody and seeing if you yeah. like that character. You don't have to sit there and go, okay, i got to load a game. i got to wait for it. You just do it. What I do wish, um, I, I wish like the single-player quests would be co-op. Co-op, yeah. Yeah. That sucks. That's the only bummer. If they had added that in, I think it would be just right. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Even if it was only two player, sort of. It's yeah. got like a sort of single player campaign. It walks you through missions and things like that. Like so. the main guy, he he tells you, "Hey, I need you to go do this mission," and it's essentially just like it's just garden ops, and you go and yeah. play around. They'll zone and... you to a new map and yeah. everything. Yeah, but it doesn't do a good job of like it. It just makes more sense if you and a friend could go and do a, that, that round than it does to yeah. force you to do it all by yourself. And then you get stars from it, and you use those stars to unlock chests that are within the hub world. Yeah. And they're all over the place, you know, which New is kind of neat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're, they're just kind of hidden all over the place. So if you're into exploring the world and all that, it's it's pretty fun. And I, I, I feel like it's definitely a $60 game this time instead of 40 like the last one was. I mean, they priced it right. See, I don't, I don't want to sound like... Uh... A blanket, but I can't help but feel like the idea of the, the hub world thing would probably just irritate me. It might, but I think it's a cool addition, personally. You'd have to play it, Steve. I think you'd like it. Uh, mm. It's really well put together. Uh, it feels expensive, you know. Yeah. It feels polished, and it it, do- yeah. it definitely feels like a sixty dollar release and not like a twenty dollar release. It feels like a huge full game. While the first yeah. Plants vs Zombies was great. And it, it, it was, was priced right at forty. It was though. priced right at forty. This feels like a like a sixty dollar effort. Like they made it all the way. They 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 did everything they could. 
Well, because you have garden ops and you have graveyard ops and yeah. you have the single player campaign sort of stuff for both the zombies and the plants. You know, you got all your modes. It's yeah, it's done really well. And it's I not, like it a lot. It's not microtransaction heavy or anything. It's just it can be if you want it to be. Yeah, it totally could be if you want to spend fucking a thousand dollars. You could do it technically, but you're it just like the original. Like you can if you're willing to play, you'll earn enough points to unlock more cards. Like you'll get what you want. Right, and you you keep all the stuff from the previous game. You can yeah. import all your costumes and all your characters and everything yeah. from the so previous never, game. You don't even have to start from scratch. Yeah, that was smart. Mm. That all was right. consumer friendly. So I played some Minecraft. That nobody cares. Uh, mm. Rocket League. I unlocked everything in it. I still got unlock achievements, but I unlocked every little thing in it. And we continued our winning streak. Uh, did we? Yeah. We yeah. Did. We only played one game, but we kicked their asses. Yeah. It was good. We're going to continue this winning streak. We did the 10 in a row, remember? And we yeah. lost, like, we won one, we lost one, we won one, we lost one, then we just won, like, six in a row. It was yeah. awesome. So we're at, like, seven in a row right now. Yeah, feeling pretty good about that. Pretty yeah. good. Uh, played some Riding 5, and that's the game's 50 It's not $50. You fool! <laughs> I'm sorry, Dark Helmet. <laughs> I feel like... I mean, I haven't played it, but 50 hours. It's very steep for what it is. Um, yeah. It yeah. When is... I saw the trailer for it, I was like, Riding 5, holy shit, that's going to be like 20 bucks. That's going to be awesome. I'm going to buy it the first day it's out. And, shit, and it's like, oh, yeah. it's 50. And, I, and then I saw 50. I'm like, hell no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm the chump that bought it for 50. And I yeah. fucking enjoy the fuck out of it because it's a riding game. And you just don't have games like many games like that anymore. Like I love riding. You can get loads of them for like a dollar on iTunes. No, but it's not. It's not like. It's just not the same. I like not having. Riding. It's 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 not the same. It's just riding is its own experience. I wish there was some form of co-op in it, but there's not. Um, That's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like I. Because to me, riding was always me and Jason, like as little kids on Super Nintendo, fucking playing with two planes and shooting shit down as you went through space and a bunch of levels of bosses. And it was a lot of fun, you know? It's just... It's, so it's memories. It doesn't have any co-op? No, no. co-op. No co-op. But it does really... Sh like, it has some really up. cool... The music's awesome. $50, isn't that, sure. Isn't that kind of a staple feature? No. Well, I guess it was. Now it's not. <laughs> the music's awesome. Uh, so everything's, like... It's a riding game, and like everybody says, they're going to be updating it, so maybe they'll add the shit that it's missing, but it's, uh, yeah, it's riding five. Um, you know, the whole Games as a Service idea seems great until you realize that actually what everyone's doing is just putting in content that should have been there day one. Games. Yeah. They're just putting it in later, and you're not really actually gaining anything compared to previous games. You're just waiting longer to get them. Yeah. Like Street Fighter Five. Yeah. Well, I don't even know if that's the kit. No. <laughs> Street Fighter Five, the game that just keeps on giving. Because it just it's didn't keep give giving anything. Capcom money. Because it has to. <laughs> yeah. It really. There wasn't nothing there to begin with. It just keeps on giving. Well, doesn't it come out this week that they had like one guy programming the multiplayer? Yes. The net, there was or the yeah, net, one person the working on the netcode. Yeah. You just think, because it was on a LinkedIn profile, I didn't pull that from my ass. I mean, maybe it's not right, but. In which case, I mean... That, that explains the networking issues. <laughs> well, yeah, it doesn't... 
but then you think, well, what on earth did they have one, one person on the rest of the game as well then? Like... Well, no, see, there was one guy on the netcode, and then they had three guys from Sony working on the netcode with them. I bet that's how it ended up turning out. Like, that, it might have been only one Capcom guy on the netcode. Doesn't someone else say that actually they just kind of took the Street Fighter X Tekken netcode as well? I think so, yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, in which case, it does use didn't that use like the industry standard for that kind of thing? I'm not. I, yeah, the I, typical I like, rollback. Uh, I, I don't use. Uh, I don't play fighters. So I don't know, but I'm pretty sure there's like some standards for that. Oh no. So in which case, well, Ki still has the best perhaps, code for me. Like perhaps it's... fair enough, but yeah. All right, The Walking Dead, Michonne. I finished it, guys. I did it. I beat it. I'm gonna have to start it someday. Um, it ends very quickly, but on very high notes. Like it's really. How really, long are really the episodes? Good. Uh, like two hours, two and a half, something like that. They're not very long, but the last episode, like fucking flies by. It's not. They it. It's not thick on walking around. Like you're. It's just like kind of solving the puzzles that you've been running through. So, uh -huh. just you know, tying up loose ends, but. It, it does, you know, it's Telltale, so they do a fucking great job at making you go, fuck, that was a lot of fun. I want I want more. Yeah. So, I can't wait for season three, because I have a feeling the characters that survive at the end of this are going to be in, at the... You think they'll work them in? I think they'll work them in, yeah. I don't yeah. think Michonne will be there at all, but I think the, char the other characters, because kind of... Like, they split ways at the end right. of this. Like, Michonne goes her own way from the, these other characters. So, like, I totally see those other characters, like, running into you in Season 3. Wasn't it supposed to be based on the, the comic and not part of this, the regular thing? No, but they all are. All the games well, no, are based on yeah, the, the, the Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is, is, is that I is thought canon. the whole point of Michonne was that it wasn't supposed to be part of the universe that they created with the one Seasons 1 and 2. It I don't wasn't. see why it wouldn't be. Well, no, it wasn't part of it. The same characters weren't in it. Right? No, no, but, no, no, but it's, not, it's not in the same... This is totally well, separate it's... canon from the seasons, the other games. Well, well it's still canon, yeah. technically, but... So, so those characters aren't likely to be in it if it's a separate thing? No, they might. No, but I don't see in any way how that wouldn't... Ref... I don't see how that breaks any of the mechanics. But like I'm talking about the mechanics. I'm talking about what they. Oh said no no about no! But, yeah, I'm just saying. Like I don't see how it breaks the mechanics of the storytelling. Like it's it's. I think what they're saying is up. what they were saying essentially was that you don't have to play Walking Dead season one and two to play the Michonne series essentially, but that doesn't stop them from making the stuff that happened in the Michonne series relevant in Walking Dead season three. Well, true. I don't know if it ends up tying in. I might play it, but I wasn't. I mean, I was just kind of on what they said, so I wasn't really going to bother if it was a separate yeah. thing. Well, Dustin will be able to let you know. Well, I don't want to spoil it. I mean, no, I mean like when you when you play season three. You oh know, yeah, yeah. You can say, oh, it's relevant. Yeah, easily because I mean, yeah. like you. You, you and I, we're going to be playing that day one. Yeah, I mean, I, know, be... I I know you'll finish Michonne before season three pops out. Oh, yeah, I'm planning yeah. on it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I don't think anybody has to run out to play The Walking Dead Michonne. Like, you definitely, I think you're going to want to play it before Season 3. And I don't think you're going to get, 
I don't think you'll get franchise fatigue with it. Like it, it's it's just really it's really good storytelling, and you're gonna like it. Does it run better than pretty much anything else <laughs> that they have ever made? Does it run better? Uh, you know what? Honestly, it does. It runs better, but it's like they've said. Uh, it doesn't. Their new game engine or whatever they're doing isn't till Batman. Yeah, the Batman game. So, yeah, but right. it like I didn't sit what? there and go and cringe like in scenes because the frame rate. No, like okay, I well, never cringed at the game. Yeah, but uh, but like don't get me wrong, like it's it's still no. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna be honest. The, that that series, I never went. Fuck! This is a Telltale game. Like that that didn't that phrase didn't hit me. From what yeah. I recall, I never had that moment, which is good. I mean, that's what you want. Mm. The last thing you want to do is like, yeah, why I... is this game fucking lacking? I mean, <laughs> and we're walking it's... through like the the basic sprites. Like, what the fuck? Like... See, I don't. This is sound silly, but when they talk about how they've updated their engine, that concerns me because uh, you know I appreciate that they want their stuff to look nicer and stuff, and that and that's great, but. I don't want that to come with the the fact that actually it has run like crap and continues to do so. And uh, you know, I I don't feel like I need a sexier looking game. I just need something that runs better. Now, obviously, if that's the kind of thing that you know they've been able to do with it, then that, you know, then that's great. But I I don't have much. Yeah, I'm hoping that they can do that, and that'd be great because the game's actually fantastic. You know. I think I don't think there's one that I haven't enjoyed. It's hard to pick the one that, that's at the top because they're so good. Walking Dead season one. Oh, we wish him out that with soap. Don't, don't, don't say things like that. Walking Dead season one, number no. one. Dustin. Then Tales from the Borderlands season one. Oh my, Dustin, just if they do, do something season with two, this boy. I, I could out. hang up on him, but I mean, it's yeah, that's, that's, we're kind of know, a show, but uh. That's that's you know. Let's go back to what's coming out of D three. I think it's going to be with the Wolf Among Us season two, exclusive to Xbox, because that'd make me and Steve very happy. <laughs> Won't. Although I don't think Microsoft should money has it. No, that's that's. I just want to see that get developed. I, it doesn't. That would be, be a really hat. goofy money hat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it'd be the weirdest money hat of all time. It wouldn't be worth it. But it, but it, it would, would be, be amazing. Yeah, but it's. It's the Telltale yeah. game. Like, I would have rather seen them go down that path than ever do, uh, what was it, the Back to the Future Telltale games. Yeah. Like, those could have not existed, and I could have just had The Wolf Among Us, like, seasons two and three. I would have been fucking amazed. It would have been great. The fact that they remastered that Back to the Future one as well always seems... You know, I get why they did it, because it was, not like, the 25th or 30th anniversary or something. They wanted to get a few extra sales. But... I mean, yeah, yeah, that, that's fine, but that, that always strikes me as a bit odd. But um, I mean, yeah, Wolf Marks is great. Game of the oh, actually, is Game of Thrones going to start again this year? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, because I feel like with that, that they kind of have an obligation to fit it, you know, whilst the show still goes, so they can't really get like, oh, hey guys, just so you know, we're going to have like two years off. Like, I, I don't think that. 
eh. would work. I guess it depends on how sales were, if they feel like they need to get a new one right out. Uh, right out. You know, I'd assume they would want to get one good, out as soon as they can. Good enough that they already announced they season two. Yeah, yeah, I would think they'd want to get one out as fast as possible because, I mean, the hype for the series on HBO is is bigger than ever right now. So, yeah, yeah. now's the now's now's the time. You know. Yeah. All right. How do y'all feel about Gargos on? Uh, he looks cool. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't get to see much of him. I didn't have time to look at the stream much, but his animations look cool. Um, I think we'll have to wait and try him out to get a better idea. Yeah. Are you talking about KI? Yeah, yes. Killer Instinct. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear what you said. Oh, it's the chat room brought it up. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I really don't have much to say on that right now, because I haven't had a chance to try it out or really see much of it. So. I'd like to get back into KI. I've played a little bit of season three and I've been really enjoying it. So, all right. I just want to know: Is anybody else a big fan of Prophecy's new game, new name? What's his new name? Grumpy Prophecy. I like it. No oh, Prophecy. He always seems so happy though when I talk to him. Maybe he's just happy to talk to me, but I mean, that's what I, it I, is. I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, all, I certainly wouldn't rule that out. It's all you, Steve. I just, it's all. I'm, I'm just asking the question. Hello. That's that's all I remember when I think of prophecy. <laughs> he joins chat, and all you hear is hello, 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 hello. That's what he does all the time. That's all I ever think of now. That and Forrest Gump. Oh, yeah. by the way, we played. Me and Prophecy played uh, Grand Theft Auto, and Prophecy bought the most expensive thing in the fucking game. Because why the hell not? He bought a yacht that, equivalently, if you bought it in in-game cash, you would need to spend 150 U.S. dollars <laughs> to unlock enough did, points to get this yacht. Okay? Did he actually spend real money? No, no, he didn't. This was him just playing. Uh, but he had like 15 million dollars, and he just never spent it. And we decided to buy the yacht, as in we, because I talked him into it. Uh, <laughs> The I yacht, see this yacht. The yacht is freaking amazing. It, it's in. Of course, he had to name it. What you name every boat? Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> I told Prophecy that I'm gonna have to That's fucking perfect. unlock the yacht <laughs> so that I can have Jenny too. <laughs> yeah. um, How much money do you have, Dustin? Oh, I have nowhere near enough money. I've like a. I think I'm sitting at like half a million or something. I'll have to play that game um, now. Someday. Prophecy bought this this twelve million no it's a ten million dollar yacht in the game ten million game bucks, and it is it has, a it gives you a helicopter a yacht, a new spawn point like it's and it's out on the beach and you can sell your yacht to certain. Well, you can't sail it. You can you have a captain that will sail it to certain points for you, and you can just have your home base wherever you want off the shore. And then you could just take a helicopter wherever you want after that. Like, it is the ultimate pimp bot. Wow. Like... So Prophecy's like, pimp, wow. I have to say, I feel like it's a good look on, on Prophecy, the pimp lifestyle. You know, I feel like he's got, you know, he'd, he'd, he'd handle it well. <laughs> you know? it's, 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 it's something you have to jump in GTA and look at just one time to go... This is the most expensive thing. Okay, this is fucking pretty awesome. 
I would never in my life put that ma amount of hours into this to get that, but that's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome, but uh, it's it's really expensive. Yes, but it's it really makes cool. prophecy happy. Then it's one good with me. All right, let's talk about super hot, Vern. Super hot. You yeah, it. I got I, I got not. super hot on one of my. Uh... Late nights after opera rehearsal, where I just wanted to shut up and play a game for a little while, and played through the single-player campaign for Super Hot. Uh, I I recommend it. It's a good game. I like the art style. I like the basic concept. The uh, for anyone who doesn't know, the basic concept of the game. Well, it's a, it's a first-person shooter, but what sets it apart is that the the actual uh, time doesn't move unless your character is moving, essentially. So, like, if you know, you turn right on the controller, and when you stop, time stops. So, um, it, it, you're not playing in a typical time space where you can stand still and other things are happening around, around you, essentially. Um, so, it, it feels more like a puzzle game than it does a first-person shooter. Because, you know, every time you die, you're trying to figure out how to get through this level by knowing, oh, well, this guy's coming around the corner at this time, this guy's coming around this time, and then I can get the, another weapon at a certain point in time. And you start piecing together each each level as, like, a puzzle, essentially. Um, so it's it's pretty smart. I like the gameplay. Uh, as far as the price, I think it was, what, 15 bucks? Is it 15? 20 or 19? with 10% off. 20, 20 with 10%. Okay, yeah. Um, it seems like it's worth it, because after you're done with the game, there's, like, an endless mode. Um, to where they keep throwing more and more challenges at you. And from what I hear, the the campaign for the game is more like a tutorial, essentially, tutorial for this other mode. So I haven't put any time really into the endless mode, so I don't, I can't really report on that. But uh, from what I've played of the game so far, I really like it. The story is actually pretty cool. I'm not going to spoil anything, so I'm not going to say any more of than what I said just now. Um, it's essentially you, you're at like a computer terminal and um, someone on the other end of the terminal is talking back and forth with you as you do each mission. And the, uh, But the, the story's really cool. And I, I like the ending a lot. So, yeah, I, d I definitely say pick it up. It's worth playing if you want a fun, interesting indie game. It's a little different than what you're used to. I, I'll be honest, I wasn't really interested in it because I heard that it was like two hours long and 20 bucks that kind of put me off like I, I don't want to you know just, I'll wait for a sale but if it's got like an endless challenge mode and it's and it's good it and does then maybe I'll I would I would read it about it a little more since I don't I'm not too familiar with what's going on with that mode but from what I've heard from people who have played it they really like that mode a lot and think it's worth playing so if you're into getting a little more out of it you might enjoy it All right. But, but I recommend it. And then um, I also played uh, The Park, yeah. which is from Funcom. And this game actually takes place within the same world as The Secret World, which is a massively multiplayer online role-playing game uh, from Funcom. Um, you don't need to know much about The Secret World to play this game. It does stand on its own. Um, it's a walking simulator. Like Uncharted 4? No. Well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I'm sorry. Kind of, actually. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, I'll talk about Uncharted 4 a bit. Um, 
But, uh, you know, it, it's a walking simulator. Basic idea is you're a woman, your child's gone missing into the into an amusement park, and you go into the park and you try to find your child, and it starts to become about a whole lot more than just that basic premise. You know, you learn about this woman's past and uh, actually what's driving her insane, insane essentially. Um, I didn't love the game most of the time. I thought the ending was very, very interesting, though, and had a cool twist at the end. Like, I like the ending a lot, actually. But uh, overall, I think the game is kind of a kind of a bore, honestly. Um, it it does it does not run well. It does not look good. Uh, there's some issues with the the standard gamma setting. It's like super super bright right from the beginning. And if you try to follow the game's instructions to what to set the brightness down to, you end up making it too dark. Um, it just it feels like. It feels like a Funcom game. Every Funcom game I've ever played is not polished. Now, every Funcom game I've also I've played is also I've I've enjoyed for the most part. This is the first one I played where I was kind of eh about, but it kind of I I kind of liked it as I get toward the end, like I said. But then it was over. So um, I would not recommend paying full price for this game. I would probably not recommend paying half price for this game. I would say 25% or less, maybe pick it up. But how much was it? I don't know. I got a oh. I got a review code for it. Um so that's Going my review. review. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Did you talk about your experience with Party Hard yet on the podcast? Uh, I just played the demo, so. Oh, okay. Fans uh, check clearly didn't clear in time. <laughs> He keeps hitting refresh on a statement, by the way. You can fix that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But no, I, I don't give it a recommendation. I mean, if you got money to if you got money to blow and you're looking for something a little different, maybe. But I think uh Prophecy wanted to know if you recommended uh KI. KI? Yeah. Of course, man. So KI is awesome. Everyone for, should play it for free. Everyone should give them the money as well. The first one, Ultra Edition. No, give them money. Blow all your money. They deserve well, it. Uh... <laughs> yeah. I end up liking watching Killer Instinct more than playing it, just because the the competitions online are just really, really fun to watch. It's they're really interesting. I like it a lot. But I just don't have friends to play KI with. I need any KI friends. Doesn't Tim play it? No, not really. Oh. But I do enjoy it. Um, any other games I played? Oh, I played Rory McIlroy PGA Tour Golf, whatever they call it. I don't know the name of it. I kind of like it. It's fun. I mean, if you're looking for a golf game, it's free with EA Access, so... It's kind of how I felt about NBA Live. Everyone trashed it, but... I didn't pay for it, and it was a basketball game, and I felt like pay- playing a basketball game, so I liked it. It's kind of how I feel about golf, you know, so it's worth picking up. Uh, speaking of EA Access, the latest EA Access uh, advertisement showed Star Wars Battlefront. So, uh, hold on, hold on. Let's, let, you know, let's be fair. It also mentioned Need for Speed. Okay. And 
That means they're coming. Well, yeah, and there's also the digital codes on Amazon mentioned. Is it Need for Speed Hot yeah. Pursuit or something? Backwards compatibility, right? A, uh... So what you're telling me, Steve, is EA Access is just teaming to get even more It's not amazing. good value. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good for consumers. It's not at all. <laughs> Do you think uh, EA Access will be announced for PS4 this E3? No. No. Sony's stubborn. No, I think you have to bear in mind that if they are going to announce EA Access for PS4, they're not going to do it on stage E3 or, or any big event like that. It's going to be some other time. It's going to be hushy, hushy. It's going to be, oh yeah, that came out because they don't want to admit that they were wrong. Yeah, you know, as EA Access has continued to mature as a service, I feel that the value proposition and the fact that actually they won't put any of their bloody games on PS Plus makes it actually really good value for PlayStation customers, and we're glad to see them, glad to see their support (laughs) for our products. And also, we want to make money because it's sold, like, tons of subscriptions on Xbox, and they won't put their games on PS Plus anyway. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean... I, I thought Battlefront was fun. It's not worth 60 bucks to me, but play it for free. Yeah, I'll play it. Yeah. Sounds good to me. But yeah, that's what I've played so far in my, my time away. I was so busy, I didn't really get to play a lot of games. Oh yeah, I played Uncharted 4. Um, I'm only about a third through the game. Uh, currently, it's a very highly polished, great-looking game. Um, I just think there's a little too much of The Last of Us in my Uncharted that was my main. That was my major fear going into this game, and it was totally proven true. Just to understand, they wanted to make it better. No, I'm talking about the tone. Doesn't not 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 just the gameplay. The gameplay is they're they're pulling in a lot from from The Last of Us. They added stealth. I don't know why they added stealth, but they yeah, did. But stealth has been in since like Uncharted it's completely 2. it's completely optional. I know, but they let you like mark characters where they are and all this stuff, and they put like little indicators that they can see you and all this. And it's like what? No, this is Uncharted. Just send me waves of guys to shoot. That's what I want. You know. Um. So I just it's kind of like eh. I didn't like that, but I can I can live with it because it's optional. Like Like I said, I can live with it because it's optional. But the box puzzles? Oh, here, help me move this. Oh, hell, can I give you a boost? All that stuff. That 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 felt straight from The Last of Us. And it's like, why is this in this game? Well, I think what what got me, I I I just want to put there was a section of the game, kind of later on, and you look at the sort of time period that they're looking at here, and you just think. I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have had a box that looks like that in that era. Yeah. And if and if they did, then like they're well ahead of their time. But if they didn't, then where did this box come from? And yeah. Um, why did they not go for the treasure themselves? But I mean, maybe they did, but it's not just that. It's also the tone of the game, like right from the beginning, with the storyline with with Nate and Sam and their past, and then and then the relationship stuff between him and uh, what's her name, Ellie. Um, Elena, I'm sorry. Elena. Yeah, I'm thinking of Last of Us right now for some stupid reason. Um, but uh, right from the beginning, the tone just it doesn't feel like Uncharted. It doesn't have that, you know, Indiana Jones, Devil May Care kind of vibe that I wanted. Oh, I felt the game captured that much better this time. It does as it moves on, but... Well, yeah, but they kind of... I mean, the beginning... 
you know, they're setting up the story and there's some... It's too much setup. It's too much setup. And I, I think yeah, but it's, it's a long game. I think it, it pays off. I hope so. I hope so. I'm sure I'm still going to like the game when it's done. Like I said, it's a really high quality I mean, game. I said that, you know, I wasn't going to get it, but then... It still I've, falls I've, into I've, I've the worked. normal st- issues that Uncharted has. Like, you can't climb on everything. So you'll go up to, like, a random wall that looks like you can jump up and it'll just do a stupid animation, you know. That typical stuff. Oh, yeah. it, you, kinda, it, you expect that, though. It's pretty good at, at sort of giving you an idea of where to go but other times. There were a few spots already where I was like, really? Was, what the hell do I like, do? Uh, what do I do here? And then, yeah. you know, if you wait long enough, then, like, Elena or... Yeah, it's a little exactly. jank- it's a little more janky than I thought it would be, considering how oh, long they've worked on the game. Um, I don't agree with that. I, I, it's a supremely polished game. It's very polished, but there's times where it still is a little janky com- compared to what I thought it would be. You know, but image quality is great. The graphics are awesome. the The music's not good. It's the worst out of the games as far as music's concerned. Uh, I wasn't really bothered about that. But uh. uh the combat it, is less horrible than the other three. The melee is terrible. We're not talking about well, gunplay. Oh, gunpla- gunplay seems okay. Play. I mean, it's it's a little floaty. The guns don't feel like you're shooting it, guns. They feel like you're shooting a toy a lot of the time. But Yeah, but Uncharted, it's much better in this one than it was in Uncharted 1 to 3. Yeah, I think it could stand improvement. I think the game's, from what I've played, it seems like it's a bit overrated. I'm guessing because of the presentation. I mean, everyone's really into the presentation in this well, game. Well, I've been quite outspoken about Uncharted before, and I, you know, I'm not going to turn. I mean, I, I, like, I enjoyed playing Tomb Raider more, but I can see that this, this yeah. is a phenomenal. This is a phenomenal production, and I can it completely, is. and I, and I think I can completely see where you know, if you like Uncharted, then yeah, Tomb Raider is a better playing game though. Tomb Raider, is, you know. Rise of the Tomb Raider is a better playing game than Uncharted 4, though. I do think so. Well, I don't know about that. I just think I I just liked it more. Maybe it's, you know, I don't know, but... But, like, as far as, like, yeah, like you said, as a production, the cinematics, the graphics, the the way it all comes together, it's it's a very expensive and polished production. It's how big the game is. Uh Uh-huh. You know, there's, you know, there's... I mean, no expense spared, you know... Every day, but like all the environments are, are so big and and um, you know, and there's you know, if, the if environments are that big. I heard they get a little bigger. Uh, yeah, but like, you're only a third of the way through the game. I've finished yeah. it. Yeah, I I got into the first kind of big environment. All right, can I can I ask? There's two people that play because I have not. Um, if I was gonna play this game, should I wait for Neo or should yes. I go or don't? Don't buy a PS. No. Should I buy a no. PS4 I, now? Oh. I mean, no. Being that this is for people, like people are considering buying a I PS4. Well, like, is is should should you wait till E3 and go fuck? I need to wait for the Neo, or should you just? I would wait, honestly, because the game is going to be cheaper then. And if you want, and, and I wouldn't buy a PS4 now when there's a new one coming out mm-hmm. that's going to be better. So, I wouldn't buy a an old PS4 just to play this game right now, unless you're a huge Uncharted fan, in which case you would have already done it. Didn't your brother have, like, a PS4 or something? He does. Can you borrow it? Can I what? Can you borrow it off him? I already have a PS4. So is it Dustin? No. Oh, okay. no. My I, my brother does not have a PS4. Oh, that's what he did. 
No, he sold it, and I sold him an Xbox One. I wouldn't tell you to buy a PS4 for this game right now, Dustin. Well, well, it ultimately, it depends whether or not you're that interested in Neo. I mean, right. you know, I understand that the pricing is going to change and stuff, but you know what? If there's enough on PS4 that you want to check out, and you're not only horrible about the Neo, I mean, over here at least, there's some. You can get it for like 270 quid with Doom and Uncharted. No, I get that. I, I it's just. I like... wouldn't have any. It's it's a pretty phenomenal production. I think I, a lot I just of people think... are going to love it. I, I just don't think it's a good time to buy. Not for that. Well, no, but I wouldn't have said it was probably a good time to buy an Xbox. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think before E3. Oh well, no, no, but like this isn't. Buy. Yeah, it's just. But it's if you have a PS4, you're you're gonna buy Uncharted 4. I mean, yeah. you you should. It just it's. It's. But it's easy. I mean, it was easy like, to convert my brother to a bone. Like it was just like, oh, EA Access. These are all your games for the year. And yeah. You can buy the one or two other like regular random things that you might buy, like. But like, if, I'm just trying to get from the point of somebody that doesn't own either of these systems and they're thinking about buying, this is just a bad time. I well, think yeah, so. But, but, that's, but that's, as I said, I wouldn't tell anybody in any year to buy a console in May before yeah. E3. Yeah, so. I think. Yeah, I think this is a bad time in general for any console. So. But I would have no problems recommending it because because these people are going to buy buy games and I mean you know they're going to. Well, no, I mean, Prophecy specifically said in chat that he was thinking about buying a PS4. I would not wait for yeah. the... He's waiting for the, for the E3 announcements, yeah. Well, for people like us, I would I'd probably wait for the Neo. And, you know, unless it's going to be a substantial saving or discount or something on the OG PS4. But So, to Prophecy, I probably wouldn't. But to, you know, average Joe, if he's not that bothered about the idea of a Neo, then I would turn around and say, why not? Yeah. If you get a good deal. Yeah, you can always sell it after. Play Ratchet and Clank and The Order and... Infamous. Old Old ass ass men men cry. Cry. My bad. <laughs> Grown-ass men crying. Okay. Yep, that's, that's right. That's, that's what this podcast <laughs> is about. Grown-ass men crying. All right, so that's what I've been playing. I took a lot of time up talking about it, so... All right. Steve, have you played anything... I I've had a pretty bad year for completing games, but I completed four games in the space of twenty four hours, and another game the week before that. So, that's, so the first game was Uncharted, which we just talked about. I, it was it was my favorite one. I still preferred The Last of Us. Um, I was kind of disappointed at how it ended, if I'm being completely honest. Um, but you know, it's a game I enjoyed. It it's better than the others, and it's you know, I think it is an event sort of star release so it's worth it I'm glad I did that um, I played Blues and Bullets episode 2 which was mm. good it's getting kind of dark but also like in the, so it's got like these on rails shooting sections and it was fine in the first one first episode I'm pretty sure there was only one of them and I didn't mind it but this one has two and the second one is really long and it's like you know it's okay to sort of mix it up and split things up once but when actually the mechanic is not really that good. I mean, something I observed about Uncharted and Blues and Bullets, which I thought was kind of weird, was that both of them at times, like, surely the whole point of going into cover is to cover yourself, but you're not in cover if you can't cover and your head is sticking out the top so I can headshot you. Um, so that was that happens weird. a lot of Uncharted, actually. Yeah, so it was kind of weird. I mean, you know, it wasn't a huge problem, but it's just an observation I made. It's fun that the story is... 
it's kind of difficult to follow because there's lots of shooting around between sort of different years and and stuff. But I mean, it's it's I do quite like it. We should see where it goes. I'm a bit concerned at the payoff, but. We'll yeah, I thought, we'll the fir- I thought the first episode was all right. I mean, if I like the first episode, the second one's worth playing. You think? Yeah, yeah. but but the thing is, is that you know it came out in well, like April, and the previous one was like August. I'd, yeah, they're I'd really far apart. To, to tell people to actually just wait till the entire thing was out to see whether or not it's any good. I mean, I really like the idea, and that they don't hold back on. The gore. gore and stuff, and and that, and that's actually quite that's that is actually legitimately perfectly fine to me. But yeah, the crime scene in the first episode was absolutely disgusting. Uh, you wait until you see the one in the second. One. <laughs> um, and there's another bit as well. There's a bit like. Uh-huh. And after that, I finished Shadow Complex Remastered, which was. I don't think it's aged very well, to be honest. I mean, it's an alright game, but yeah, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, I wasn't overly enamoured with it the second time. Uh, I played Trine Enchanted Edition, which is actually a really fun game, although it's a bit simple. It's kind of how I felt about Thomas Was Alone. Like, it's a really good game, but maybe I need to play the second one and see how good that is. Um, I've also played Alienation with Mickey. Shout out to Mickey, which is actually pretty good. Um, although I wasn't very good at it. Um, it's very, like, loot droppy and stuff and level up it's, it's actually got some nice cool rpg elements and the, it seems fun although it's much harder in co-op like it's really weird like i did a single player and like pretty much never died even on the highest difficulty when i was replaying levels for the sort to level up a bit but when we did on co-op there was sort of lots of dying and it was that's a bit weird really um i've been playing cornovirus gunslinger which is not that good i was disappointed actually i you know, there's a lot of hype for it. People were interested, but I mean, I've never played Red Dead, so I'm not comparing it to something like that. And it's not that good. I've mm-hmm. got like two chapters left. Um, I've been playing some Halo Wars, which I'm, you know, getting pretty good at playing that with my boy Bones. And I'll his, play that someday. And his his wife, and you know, it's it's going well. He's he's being the prophet of regret. So that's interesting. Uh, just trying to think, is there anything else I played? I played a bit of Deus Ex Human Revolution Director's Cut after that was made backwards compatible. Don't think that game's aged particularly very well. Um, and played a few PC games, but I think that's about it, really. Mm-hmm. Big week. Yep. Alright. Well, I think that does it for what, what you've been playing. Uh... I was hoping to get Tim. Tim was supposed to be in here by like 8.15, so. Uh, let's move along to the next part of the show, which, what is it now? I, I'm so confused. We can do a letter. Yeah, let's do the letter. Letter! We have, yeah, this is the letter section, letter. since we only have one. <laughs> this is from the Wicked Soul. Uh, the title of the letter is, Dat Boy... B-O-I, which looks like bois to me since I studied French. He writes, if you were a $10 bill, where would you be from Wicked? P.S. Got to get all bad letters out of the way first. Got to get the only letter out of the way first, Wicked. (laughs) Um. See, I'm thinking I would be in a really classy... 
um, casino. That's a ten dollar bill. I'd be in the U.S. Mint because I would be the original ten dollar bill. Now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, do you, do you have a, an opinion? Would you be rolled up with somebody snorting coke through you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> would you be in? Yes. Would you be in panties? <laughs> uh, someone else's panties, perhaps. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Strip club, huh? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> this is such a weird question. So, uh, yeah, we're gonna leave it at that. <laughs> so yeah, that, there's your letters. Great, great segment of the show. <laughs> Woohoo! And and all of you listening can write as well. Write us as well at letters yeah. at xboxuncut.com. And they could be game questions or yeah. anything. Yeah, or anything. <laughs> but we need letters. Write letters. Uh, <laughs> yes, letters at xboxuncut.com. That was probably the shortest letter section we've and, ever had. E forever, yeah. Uh, yeah. We talked a lot about E3, though, so I guess it. We did. We did. Yeah. And I'm going to continue to harass Tim's phone as we keep calling him. Talk about releases. Oh, uh, I wanted. To, I want. I want y'all's opinion because none of us were on the last podcast. It was the Nintendad Tim Jason show, and they had a grocery store adventure. Oh. Colin, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nintendad was grocery shopping through the whole show, from what I, from what I can tell. Um, is that the only way Nintendad can be on the show now? <laughs> Does he have to be know. an outside Colin? <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> I know a lot of people got a good laugh out of it, <laughs> but change his game attack again. He does. He's eight bit. Eight bit. But he did res he did back up dad again. Like he didn't he didn't let it yeah. go. Which yeah, I'll go back about. to it. Yeah. He's just very upset with Nintendo right now. We all are, but like he's just you know, he's concerned. He's concerned. I should, I should really play my three D S sometime. Yeah. Got some Pokemon going. Or you could just let it die. One or the other. Like, you know. I'll tell you what, three D S is actually a really nice console. Like I was legitimately surprised at just how much it's decent. I like the new one. Oh. Yeah, Excel as well. It's, yeah. I'd say it's almost as nice as my Vita. Although, you know, obviously Sony stopped making Vita games about two months after that thing launched, so... Yeah, but Microsoft kept doing it up until, like, a year ago now. <laughs> well, Minecraft still gets updated on Vita, so... Isn't, this, isn't it the only PlayStation version to sell a million units in Japan? I mean, obviously, the Xbox version isn't going to do a million in Japan uh, or thousands. Oh, I hear you, Tim. Yeah. Did you hit record on your audacity? Yeah, I hit it, Jay. Uh, I already hit it. Oh, no, you're good. Right. Awesome. No, no, no. Oh. If you're recording, go, go, go. Just keep recording. <laughs> yes. Welcome to the show, Tim. Thank you. TP is in the house. You missed it's all our house. talk, Tim. Yeah. Ah. All right, well. Well, we were going to talk about hardware again, <laughs> just for you. No, no, we can't oh, talk no. about it anymore. No, Tim, I know. we I know. we got a name for it, though. It's the bone inning. I, I, I came up with it. The bone inning's happening. It's like the apocalypse, but we're going to call it the bone inning. 
<laughs> You're gonna get a I'll new bone. So, I will be so glad when an Xbox console can't be called something related to a bone. Oh yeah. They should just call it Xbox. X bone. Oh god. <laughs> All right. Well. You imagine the naming for the next right. Xbox. They're gonna have so many people trying to think of derogatory names for it so that they can avoid groups full of no. people. They just gotta call it the Xbox 4K. It's easy. It puts it in line with the PS4 and it makes sense. It's all they need to do. Yay, the Red Dragon liked my tweet. I'm so happy. And then they can call an X15 if they want to. It's all set up perfectly. How do you burn? You look like... like 4.6. What's up, Tim? You look like uh, like me. You just came back from... Uh... You look a little tired. Yeah, I'm a little tired. <laughs> I'm a little tired. I'm almost done with the gin and tonic as well. So. Ah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Feeling good. All right. Feeling good. Well, it's time to move on to the the final. No, well, it's time to move oh, on. Oh, we to... still got two more segments. We, we got, got news. We got this. We got Steve's we got... segment. The big yeah, segment. Yeah, we, got, we Steve. got releases. Steve, what is what are the releases coming up? Okay, so there's a. Uh... And interesting, some, somehow, I, I, see, I don't know if this is deliberate or not, but there seems to be no indie games out next week, or at least uh, I, I'm, I'm going to double-check this information. Everyone's scared of Blizzard. Well, yeah, I don't know why Activision thought it'd be a wonderful idea to launch two games on the same day. So, <laughs> I, I don't really understand that. But all three of them that come out next week are on the same day which is the 24th of May. First one is Overwatch, which is... Is it an FPS? I don't really know enough about it, to be perfectly it's honest. A, it's a, it's a team-based uh, first-person shooter, a lot like Team Fortress, really. That's the best yep. way to... It's hero-based, so. so all the different characters have different abilities, and they all kind of work with each other. It's really fun. The beta was awesome. I already pre-ordered it, so Maria and I are going to be playing it for sure. Oh, sorry, there is two more games out next week. I can't believe I forgot them. I'll get to them in a minute. Um, then the next one is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutants in Manhattan, which is... Uh, Platinum Games, right? Yeah, I was going to say I was gonna say Playground, and then I was going to say someone else. Eventually I got there, Platinum. Um, yeah, and that, I, I don't know. Did anybody like Transformers? It's, it's interesting that they're making these sorts of games... I heard it was good. I just don't care about I it. I heard it was good too. Mm. So that's for some reason not the same day. Um, then uh, Tropico 5 is out. Which is free on PlayStation right now. Which is free on PlayStation right now. Uh, it's a year after the PS4 version, which was about six months late in itself. Um, and that's the, the sort of management game of the tropical islands and i i like them on pc um i did load up tropico 5 this week actually for 16 minutes according to steam um so i didn't play it but i, I think it comes with lots of dlc and i think there's like some exclusive like maps and stuff i think this one's got co-op and a few other things so uh the other two games that come out are ollie ollie 2 xl edition which is the Oh, I think it's that's actually coming out on the tw on the twenty fourth for fifteen dollars. Um, Another one of Sony's exclusives. It's so Oli Oli 
two is the I think it was sort of pixel art, but they kind of made it more less pixely for the sequel. That's the skateboarding game. I think I tried to play the original Ollie Ollie, Ollie and was absolutely terrible at it. It's a good um, game. People liked it, but and I think Ollie Ollie two was also a PS Plus game. It was when it launched over a year ago. Um, and the next game is Not a Hero Super Snazzy Edition, which is made by the same developer. Um, so they're sort of launching the same day via Team 17, who make Worms. Um, and that's like, like every a, other indie game. It's like a, a, a shooter. Um, a sort of pixel art. You're a, you're a professional assassin called Steve. Uh, that's not a joke. Um, it's like a sort of fast-paced sort of cover shooter, but it's pixel art two D. It's uh, looks really quite good actually. Uh, I've been I got it on the was it the Devolver Humble Bundle, but I'm tempted to pick up the Xbox version. It's got like some extra missions and yeah, this looks awesome. I'm looking at it right now and stuff. So and then that's gonna be thirteen dollars. So Oli Oli's fifteen. This is thirteen, but for the low low price of twenty one dollars, uh, you can get a double pack called the Bunny Lord Pro Hater Pack. Uh, that will be $21. And that's Ali Ali 2 and this game? Yes. The original okay. Ali Ali came to Xbox via Curve Digital, so I assume it's not really anything to do with this. Uh, okay, I see. And came out the same month as Ali Ali it did, 2 yeah. On, yeah. on PlayStation. They made after. that like a big game when that first came out. It's just yeah. goes to show you what, how like the games this, this generation sometimes got a little overhyped. Yeah, well, Sony... Well, Ali Ali is a good game, though. Sony... Did the whole pub fun thing with the original Ollie Ollie, yeah. um, but I don't think they did for the second one. But and not a hero was like their own original production. It might have even come out on PC first. But yeah, I've always been interested in not a hero, and if it's got extra stuff on Xbox, I might be tempted to pick it up on there and play it there instead. Do you guys think that they hold back indies before E3? Uh, rather rather have it after E3 type deal where the people can play it and maybe get a little exposure? I, yes, for exposure for, purposes. For the right game, yeah. Yes. I I mean, I, I would. If you know, if you have the deal where Microsoft are going to stick it up on stage on E3 or something. Um, like below. They're going to hold below. Yeah, they'll hold below. Well, I, I don't think Below's finished. I had heard that was kind of the case with Cuphead, actually. But... Uh-huh. I, I mean, I, I'm not 100% sure, but apparently it's going around at, at PAX. The most if they're smart, they'll release Below and Cuphead in the same month and do like a summer of arcade type promotion or something, you know? There hasn't been a real what's there hasn't been a real good indie in a while like that one that other than Rocket League when that came out that was obviously Ark was huge. Well, Ark, yeah, you're right, but Ark was out on PC. It's kind of I don't know. It's it's not the traditional indie type. Um, game, I, I would say it's obviously it's, it's, not, a big... it's not low budget enough, right? Um, but like uh, you know, um, just seems like the indies got really stale. Like I'm, there's, I'm like there's this been year been a bad. lot of them, but I mean, Gunworld Two is out, so what's more exciting than that? Um, <laughs> I like the way they're they're trying to sell it the sequel to the game no one asked for or something the sequel no one asked for or well, something see, what <laughs> the happens game liked that's what it was yeah you know, and they talked about this uh, on the windows storefront or the xbox storefront what happens is is that when you have all these indies that come out 
they seem to get this um you get like type of a uh you know uh a discoverability problem for really the good indies. Yeah, it just saturates the store. Yeah. It just saturates. Yeah. And it really, like, to have a game like Soda Pop Drinker. Um, Which I saw Phil playing the other day, by the way. Yeah, he plays for the 50 points. Um, I don't know. I don't, like, to me, I, I don't, I, th- I think you might be better off with certain games off your platform because I'm at the point where. These indie games come out, and there was a time this gen where uh, <coughs> I never really, I'm not a big indie guy, but there was a time this gen where I was noticing them like Guns, Gore, and Cannoli, which, uh, Cannoli, which was a good game. Um, but I like that. But like now, it's just, it seems like the indies are just so um, generic, all the, all the same, where it really is. Uh, uh, it's 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 not making the uh, the progression that I would think that these ind- independent developers want. I, I thought we would be getting a little bit more from independent independent yeah. developers this gen, but really it's equivalent well, to the arcade last gen. To be honest, I think a lot of the Sony are doing deals for a lot of the I don't the, want to say better ones, but the more high profile ones. I mean, I played the Flame and the Flood, and that came out in February, and I actually really liked that. That's a really nice, like rogue, yeah. like yeah, and stuff. I played Dean, a little bit. But I mean, Dean I'm Hall's the... game. We're gonna see more of Dean Hall's game probably this E3, I'd imagine, or Gamescom, right? Uh, what's it called? Like Ion or something? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, uh, Day Z, and Day Z. We, we should be seeing Day Z on consoles soon, I'd imagine. Well, that's yeah. a big. That's a big question mark. Yeah. Hope it comes. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the the list of releases, and it's not. I mean, the ones that I'm interested in, and you know, that I'm kind of interested in a lot of that stuff. It's kind of few and far between. There just seems to be a lot of. We'll get a few big announcements at E3 for indie games, is my guess. Ones that we haven't heard of yet. That Microsoft yeah. like, you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm really interested. I know it's late, but I'm interested to try Not Hero. Like that's always looked really fun to me. So. Uh huh. Well. Still that's like, but yeah, I mean it's it's not been barren. There's there's plenty of games. I'm sure there's probably plenty of decent games, but in terms of the high quality ones, like you know, I kind of spending less on them, and I just think you know, there's there's some that I look at and think, oh, you know, that could be quite interesting, but then I think, do I really actually want to play it? And most of the time, or spend money on it anyway. And the answer is kind of no. Uh huh. Yeah, super well... hot. was a good one. Yeah, you've you've made yeah. me interested in that. I mean, the reason why I wasn't was because I thought it was just like a two-hour-long thing, but um, it was I see okay. that, that it has like an endless mode and a challenge mode, and so I kind of maybe I'll, I'll get in that. Well, Solace Project, uh, that was uh, that's an indie, right? Yeah, I I, I meant to that really that try, actually. Like it... Did anyone try Subnautica? No. No, I looked it up when it came out and I was I, I looked it up. I, I don't like the whole deep sea thing, like fish just yeah. randomly attacking me from nowhere. Jason says he enjoys it on his Steam. I'm downloading the trial now to see if I like it cuz it's I hate to say this isn't really y'all's cup of tea. I think it's going to be more it's a survival game, so it's more up my alley. It looked pretty cool from the trailer I saw. Yeah, so I'll I'll I'll, I'll let you know. I I'll, I'll, I'll give it the survival game thumbs up or down. 
What Prophecy was that? Was it Party it. Hard? Party Hard. That game oh, is fucking difficult that? and hilarious. It's, it's what, sorry? It's difficult and hilarious. It's kind of the two things you you want in a difficult game. Like, it's not yeah. frustrating. Like, you're just going to fucking laugh. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I, I bought a lot of a lot of indies, and yeah, and um, I'm just kind of at the point where it's just like, well, Everspace that looks good too. Yeah, I'm buying Everspace. I'm gonna buy Everspace. I'm gonna buy Cuphead. Uh, I'm gonna buy Ashen whenever that comes out. Yeah, that's probably a 2017 game, a 16, that's 17 a, game. Maybe that's what I'm thinking too. Um, which is fine. I mean, listen, a game like that, you want you want it to get right. I was looking forward, unfortunately, to uh, press plays game. Um, oh, I know. That was, uh, you know, those type of indies were interesting. I mean, uh, you know, I, I just feel like a lot of them is it's just at the point where it's just so watered down that it's it's becoming not not even um, something that I really am paying attention to. I, I used to give a little bit of a look. Now I just see it, and I just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm seeming to not think that none of these ind- indies are gonna get, you know, gain my attention. They've all been, all been done. You know, some unique things here and there. Maybe I wasn't really a fan of um, the game uh, that everyone kind of liked. The, uh, the game where. Uh, uh, it's like a walk, you walk and then they have a story. That it's a haunted. Oxen free. Ocean free. Yeah, oxen free. Oh, I liked oxen free. Yeah. Yeah, it was all right, but to me, it's just a minimal game. You know, I, I don't That's know. That's a quality indie game, though. It is. It is. But 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 that being said, it's still it's still something that, I, I you know, I don't go home and I don't look forward to it. I think it's a cute game. Where I'm not impressed with it. That you know. Tim. As a person that played up to the very end of Oxenfree and just kind of stopped, I don't have a drive to finish it, but I want to, like I still want to finish it. But you're at the very end. I'm at the very end, and I just have not like I just don't have the urge to turn <laughs> it on to finish it. Like it's. That's funny. Like, I'm like halfway through too. I, I I enjoyed what I played, but it's I hate to say it. Uh, because I think a lot of games do way too much gameplay and they don't do story right enough. This does a shitload of story yeah. and not a ton of gameplay. gameplay. There's a yes. lot of there's a lot of hand holding. Like it's it's not like oh you need to go to the tower. It's like literally you need to walk this path at this time, walk down that tower, do this puzzle, and you'll be there. Like it's just if somebody that made like fucking guides to games made a game, this would be that game. I don't feel uh, like there's, there's, there's a new not update a... coming out for it, isn't there? That adds like New Game Plus and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, and the I'll game is perfectly set up for a New Game Plus. Yeah, I'll finish it. I I will. It's not. So, I want to finish it, but I just don't have the drive to actually finish it. That's the way I felt too. I felt like it, it's basically you have a, a a board when you go through the board, and it's basically uh, more or less. Uh, a board where it's like a it's like a, a board game where you go to spot to spot to spot. There's no uh, there's nothing else other than that. Um, so I, I I agree. I I felt like it was okay, pretty good story, but I'm in the middle of it and I just stopped playing it too. Like you know, it didn't catch me to where I have to finish. 
But I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just I'm just down overall, just the overall uh, industry right now as far as creativity and stuff. I, I really feel like we're at a point where um, we need some new, fresh ideas. And I just keep seeing the Steam stuff rehashed and just a yeah. different skin. I think a lot of that's going to move into VR. At least that's where the excitement's going to be for developers. Not saying that's where people are going to spend money. Yeah. But... Well, wasn't new, someone saying that actually VR game sales were not? They're not good. Yeah. Yeah. Which which intrigues me because I I felt that when you know you've got things and there's kind of you've spent so much on the the hardware and that you might want to kind of justify that with games, but I mean I guess it depends. I mean I, obviously I haven't really paid too much attention, so I, you know I don't want to say that you know there's no good games, but perhaps there's not been good enough games. There's no killer app. And piracy too, and then also yeah, yeah. also. Okay, let's just put some DRM in to stop people using their games on Vive. Yeah, which is perfectly well, fine to me. I think that's ridiculous that people are upset about it personally, but that's PC gaming for you. Um, I feel uh, with that, uh, you know, I feel like Oculus and and Vive have been extremely lackluster in their marketing. Well, the thing is, is that you're not really going to do much marketing when actually nobody can buy your devices. Yeah, they don't have the hardware out there yet. I thought they should. They should they're out, but they are not making. They're not making enough to supply the demand. Yeah. Yeah. The. the but you're not seeing anything that's like. Constrained. You're not seeing. At least I haven't. You're not seeing that type of. Let's just say that the device is something that's really special. Uh, I don't, I'm not seeing that kickback from the people who have it where they're like, oh, my God. I mean, I, I seem to say they like it and stuff like that, but it seems to be really... Um... I wish I wish I could afford an Oculus, honestly. Cause there's some games I want to play on it, but... Oh, so well. I, I, I don't know if it's a case of... I, I do think that VR is going to get its biggest... Uh, uh, spotlight on it when when Sony enters the ring, um, and that, it'll be interesting to <sighs> see how these people take these games if they like these games. I think it's gonna be short lived for Sony personally because I think they're gonna be competing with themselves with Neo. I think Sony have actually done it right though, that because originally you know they were gonna launch about now and then they delayed it. And I just think that I, they haven't helped themselves by launching devices. The devices are fine. They're done. They're ready. But, you know, Oculus have got, you know, one particular part is supply constrained, apparently, which is causing all sorts of problems. And it's, game sales are not doing particularly well. And I appreciate on PC that, you know, some of them probably recover, you know, the, well, the sort of better ones. But they should have all just waited, like, three to six months and just launched true. more. Sony's going to have better games at launch, too. They're going to have rigs and, what, Drive Club in VR, like, right at launch. Uh, well, yeah. Really. But the thing is that Sony are going to have third-party games, like big franchises. Yeah. Because because it's easy for them to, to incentivize and do, and do that. I mean, I, I don't think that probably Oculus have too many of these, or, you know, like they've done, they've got Tekken and, you know, I'm Rock sure Band. Be, uh, rock bands are Oculus exclusive, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but what I'm saying is, is that you know, for example, for like these Japanese games that like Tekken, I mean, you wouldn't have thought that like a I can't remember who makes Tekken now is it Namco, you know, that that would be the sort of thing that you would necessarily expect um, 
Oculus to go and get. I mean, they're not saying they can't, but you know that that seems like a very easy get. You know, if Sony going to get them to do VR, is you know come first on PSVR, and that and that perhaps would be a deal that would suit kind of everyone. And then to, I just, wait a sec, wait a sec, guys, not to cut everybody off. Vern, did you cut your video? No, I'm no longer getting it for whatever reason. That's weird. Okay. No, I see everyone's video and I have video. Okay. Huh? That's weird. It turned off a. I didn't cut it off, but it just uh, it cut off itself, I guess. Yeah. I'm back. It did mine too. My my video cut off. Like yeah. every that was really weird. But I yeah I get the feeling Sony's going to cut into their own VR sales with the Neo though. I think there's a lot of people who pre-ordered the PSVR, and when they heard about Neo, they're going to cancel VR and get Neo instead. Yeah, I really I have no idea. I'm, I, but, I, have no I mean, idea the, the rumors, some is. rumors say that the Neo is this year. The rumors say it's Q1 next year. I think that their mistake will be if they genuinely launch Neo at the same time. Yeah, at, yeah. At the same time, like it, that just doesn't. I mean, it, I'm not sure entirely that that makes you kind of logistical. Sense. I, I, I just think that the Neo has to have some type of tie into the virtual reality. Um, of the PSVR um, because that's the only reason why I can see them really doing this whole Neo thing unless they just well, it's really for 4K for 4K content for 4K content but they also could have done a, 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 a um, they could have also done um, a redesign a slim a yeah. redesign with a slim but I'm thinking well, what they they're going to do alright let's take a game like Riggs now you know how Oculus has these um these ratings on it, uh, easy, um, you know, where, where, you know, you might not get motion sickness to, right. yeah. uh, you know, a uh, high, uh, high chance or whatever. Let's right. just say there's a high chance. There might be games on P- PS4 base that have high chance of getting sick, whereas if you play that same game on the VR of uh, the Neo it might be a lower rating because it holds the frames better. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of uh, in regards to this Neo plan. I, I have to think that this Neo plan is tied into the virtual reality somewhere, somehow. They might have a little I think it's part of the reason why they're doing it. Because... Well, I think I think that, that... I actually think that a lot of this is happening. I mean, Microsoft, I think, would have Phil would have wanted to go again anyway, but I think that AMD have found it very easy... I think this. I think ultimately AMD is where all this came from. Yeah. This came from AMD wanting to sell new, new chips and new, new wins and stuff, and and it was very easy for for AMD to turn around to Sony and go, "Hey, well, you know, you've got Neo coming out," and they're probably sitting themselves in their tower thinking, "We need to capitalize on this." You know, your your console is not going to do that very well compared to. To Oculus and stuff on PC, so maybe you should come out with a new console. They could turn around to Microsoft to go, "Hey, well, you guys wanted a weaker box. Well, you know, we'll, we'll give you a, you know, we'll give you your awesome box, and you know, you can make more money." So I think you know, there's there's lots of reasons why they would both want to to launch again. Both kind of quite different. I mean, I think Microsoft will support Oculus as well, personally, but. We'll see if that actually ends up happening or not. All right. Well, what did we already go over game releases? Yeah, I've Which watched one? TMNT, yeah. Tropico, okay, in a couple of indies. All right. Well, we're gonna get into the news, and I know Vern just walked away, but we, I really do want to get into the news. Uh, 
Microsoft kills Project Spark. It's over, guys. It's over. I mean, it was oh, kind no. of dead when they gutted the development team and then took everyone off it, like in October last year. But but this is the all digital pulling the plug on something. Like this is. Yeah. Is, is this the band aid? I mean. They didn't even think it was worth, like, just keeping the servers up. Yeah. I mean, I w I'm really curious if they actually have, uh... I want to know what the player stats were on it. It, it, it had to be in the thousands. Low. Like, maybe not even a thousand active no users. No one gave a shit about it except for yeah. Mr. X-Bob. Yeah. But, yep, yeah, Microsoft kills Project Spark. So, sadly, goodbye, Project Spark. Yeah, you're... Your vision was wonderful and amazing, and we appreciate it. Your execution it. wasn't perfect. Yes, it was pretty. <sighs> I don't even know. Like they, Project Spark, honestly needed a dumbed down mode, like just a. And I think they said they had a dumbed down mode, but they never really did. Like they were like, yeah. "Oh, it's really easy. Anybody could just paint." It's like. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't, but it wasn't as not... simple as like um, Little Big Planet. You yeah, know? and they, they no, they didn't need to make it as simple as Little Big Planet. They needed to make but... it as simple as Far Cry's uh, like Predators, its level creator, and yeah. be like there. You can build a generic world and just go forth. Like you, the idea that shit was hidden behind like money and like shit like that is what really killed it at first because it was like oh if you want to build like a cool city well fuck you you're gonna to need to pay money or play like 80 hours of this and so you couldn't build cool stuff right off the get-go and by the time they released it all it's just it was over it was just like eh. it's another games as a service type game that microsoft yeah. is, is, is just cutting they're, and they're, they're pushing away from that th yeah. they're cutting all of them yeah, yeah. They, they... well well let's, let's be fair halo's a games as a service game the difference was yeah but it wasn't dollar retail games as a well service hold on game. let me finish but but the but it wasn't built around i mean it's a halo game you know it's pretty simple you make a, a single player and a multiplayer and you, you know those i mean the fact that you know they obviously made warzone but you know, the, the the problem they had was the projects that they made around that idea. And have any of... I mean, Project Spark obviously launched, but it's now dead. And I don't think... I mean, Halo... Not Halo. Fable died, and so did Lionhead, rest in peace. But, But yeah, if Project I mean, Sparks was Fable, and it just was well, yeah, the that, ones that have, it would have been better. The, the games as a service that have done well are the ones that are games, but then they made them games as a service. So like like what you're saying, you know, like Killer Instinct, it's a fighting game, but it worked as it's working as a games as a service game. Halo 5, you know, it's a $60 retail, re, re, retail game, but they're making it work as a games as a service game. And, and that's and that's the problem that I think that, that they have had now, maybe. Yeah. You know, Phil is kind of, I think he's probably still making decisions that perhaps they could have made earlier, but he's still trying to give them a chance to do it. But ultimately, you need to build the game, and then you need to see what you can do with content delivery after you've got the game. The game. And I'm, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if it was a Microsoft person, but there was someone on Twitter that I saw, and they said that, you know, they get pitches for games, and the first thing that developers, some developers talk about is the post-release DLC schedule. And they're just like, you know what? don't give a shit about any of that what i want to know is what your game is and it, and that's the kind of 
thinking that a lot of these projects have had is, oh, well, you know, how can we monetize this when they're actually completely forgot to just make the game that people want to play first? Which is what happened with uh, Fable Legends, you know? Yeah. yeah. But this might be the first game I actually uninstall from my Xbox. Yeah, a lot of people weren't happy with it. Or they liked it, but they had an issue with... With what? Um, with projects, oh, we're talking about Project Spark, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just, I, well, I, I it didn't run the, very well on Xbox. I never played it. It was, it was kind of a little bit elaborate. I felt like for me, it was. A little they finally too fixed much. the Black Crush. That was cool. Yeah. Now they're closing it. <laughs> no, but now, what's going to happen with North uh, Dakota? Whatever is this Dakota? They, with Dakota, they're done. After, after they went into beta, the studio, I think a lot this of people were resigned. And well, no, no, they 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 were a big studio at one point, like hundred people, I think. From the from looking at the credits and some other things, they were big. But then after they hit beta or something, they people got reassigned, people left, and they've slowly kept going, and I mean, when they announced all the changes in October, a lot of the main people went off to either go to HoloLens, yep. or Minecraft, or Minecraft, and so, you know, what happens to Team Dakota is that actually they've not really been a, a thing as they were for a, for a long time anyway. But Microsoft claims yeah. that they all got new jobs within the company that it wasn't like they just yeah, laid them yeah, all off. It yeah. sounds like, yeah, I mean, from what we can see... There's there, another game coming. There's, they're realigning this. And no, 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 no. Dakota's done. No, but I'm saying, like, with a lot of these... Uh, like, I, I, I've heard this, like, a lot of the... Some of the Lionhead talent and, you know, I, I'm, maybe some of the press play, I don't know. But I, I think that they have not fired everyone. I think that they have picked up some people. The press play, uh, the main guys. No, they're all gone. Their they're all gone, right? Again. But, but the Lionhead I mean, guys. I, I mean, I've not seen anything. I'm not saying they didn't hire, hire anyone. I'm just saying that I've not seen anything about. Yeah, then maybe some people went to Rare or something, yeah. but that's all I can think of. Right. So They've repositioned it, it, a lot at of people. Best, it's it's yeah. unclear what actually they did. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Halo 5 Forge mode is heading to PC for free. So you'll be able to upload Forge maps to your Xbox One. And play custom matches on PC, yes. actually. And play custom matches on PC. Yeah. But they won't just port Halo 5. Right. No, but this Frankie, is more of a... Frankie came out and said why in, in the gaff thread today. Yeah, but, but know, his but explanation this, this makes is no an sense apex, to me. This is an Apex situation where you don't release a full Halo right off the bat. This is more of like throwing a bone and be like, yep, this is what it could be. And then like the next okay. Halo is totally going to be multi-plat. Not just that, but UWP still isn't complete ready. yet. It's not, yeah. it's not ready. It's not ready for prime time. So you better not release Halo 5 when it's not ready for prime time. Yeah. So. Well, wasn't the Tomb Raider port perfectly fine except for I mean, the obvious lack of V-Sync, which is now fixed? Yeah, but I, my my feeling is that they don't want to release a, a, a such a high profile title like Halo Five until UWP is like really really ready. Yep. I'm guessing that, and and I'm that's why I'm thinking Gears is going to be the first like major one that's actually when it's ready. You know. But yeah, I, it's, but, it's but a... his explanation about because he talks about development schedules and you you get someone else to to port it. I mean they've never had any problems. 
getting someone else to to do work on the game. Uh huh. It's called the Master so... Chief Collection, and they they get they had other people for it, and it was a disaster. And three four three still has to oversee it. Yeah. And that's another. And I, I imagine they just don't want to. Their their oh, plates I, full. I, I don't think a, a port of of no, no their their, their plates ten full. probably requires many project managers. Their their plates full though. They're worried about Halo Wars two. They're worried about whatever is going to happen with Halo six. They just came off a really bad situation with the Master Chief Collection. Halo five is in good shape now. Don't put more on their plate. Yeah, you know, just, I, I, you might as well. I, I just don't you release think that this port of one game to Windows 10 really. No, but you release this as the Forge. That no, but this is like saying they should have just released Forza Six and never done Apex. They could have done that. It's yeah, they could have. But you're better off releasing this half step. You get people excited for it, and that way, when Halo Six rolls around, people are fucking stoked and they play it. UWP is completely fine too. And at it's that point. free, so no one's paying yeah. money, and they're not going to be pissed off that they paid yes. money. And it's it's a goodwill for UWP because it's like, hey, go to our store, check out Halo for free, and it kind of gets you. Oh, UWP, it's not as bad as I heard, and you fucking play Halo, which is what happened with Killer Instinct. Yeah, like it's it's kind of win win for them if they don't they release Halo. Quantum Break a week later, and it was completely broken. I know that's yeah. so stupid, but that's what could happen if they went ahead and put Halo Five out. So maybe it's best they don't. Yeah, well, and if it's I mean, just Forge and they the, go, the hey... Delaying things and giving them the actual amount of development time that they need rather than just dumping them out. I mean, that is an This option. just feels like, to me, they want a, they want a little bit of a testing ground, then they're going to release Halo 6. It's just like Forza with Apex, and then yeah. Seven's going to come out. So could we, could we see a Halo 6 at E3? No. This no, is Halo Wars so. 2, and no, this is Gears. Next a, te- a teaser? Maybe mm-hmm. where the story's going? Uh, this E3... Yeah. Well, if they started working on it now. If it's it's a two-year dev cycle, then maybe. But if it's a three-year dev cycle, then it's E3 next year. Just to throw it out there, I think teaser's Gamescom. A teaser would be Gamescom. No, they would do it at E3 for Halo. Uh, I I think Gamescom's is big enough to have a a teaser There's no reason to do a teaser for Halo. I'm saying if they did, it would be E3. If it's for 2018 at Gamescom 2016, that's just overkill. Yeah. Or no, but 2016 is going to be Gears of War, and 2017 is going to be Halo. Maybe the next. You Halo said 2017. Game... You don't think it's coming out next? You think they're going to do? They've said thing? that they need three years for three a mainline Halo game. What if it's a side story that comes out in 2017 or something? Well, no. You have to have a you have to have a Halo Six do it in two thousand eight. Yeah, I think so too. You can't. But you, why don't you start I just doing my question like is, what's going to be their big game for twenty seventeen? Like, there's nothing. Sea of Thieves is being delayed, and it's going to be the most epic game of no. all time. <laughs> what's going to be their Halo? What's going to be their Gears for twenty seventeen? We have they don't have it, so they don't. But you Forza never know. Motorsport we might get something 8. at E three. They really messed up by not making Titanfall completely exclusive for the future. Well, honestly, I think I mean I don't think that was really ever, I don't think that was ever an option when they didn't own the IP. Yeah, I'm honestly Respawn would never have agreed to that. Yeah, never. No. It's just too bad because that would have been the game, you know. Yeah, they're not going to get a third party agreement like that anymore. Anyway, the my opinion is 2017 uh, might be. A little bit of a down year, um, but that might be in preparation of uh, 
hardware, which hey, we're not going to go into. But Tim, uh, I, I know that's... I know you didn't think this, Tim, but you weren't here for this. But I think it's I know the game. Dead Rising Four. I would love that. You know, Steve's I got like... a gun to his head right now. <laughs> Steve's got a gun to his head. I don't know. It, it really is. Scalebound can't be the big game of the of the holiday. Scalebound's gonna be coming out. Scalebound's in the spring. Scalebound, anyway. like like we all know, Scalebound's not gonna do well. I mean. It's gonna be like Quantum Break. It's yeah. gonna be like Quantum Break. Well, yeah. and we don't. I, I don't even know. I'm not. I don't know what Quantum Break sales. So I'm not really. I'm not gonna w- wait until we get an official. It is possible that they have done better than people are surmising. But uh, I scale bound. I don't really think it's gonna. It's gonna be. Uh, I think it'll be a, a review well, but it's not gonna be something that people are gonna go crazy about. Um, they might have a down year, but they've been. But you know, to be to be honest, if you're gonna be fair. They've been pretty consistent aside from a, a stretch in 2015, uh, early 2015. Every so. holiday has been solid since 2013. It really has. Well, to be fair, I don't think it would actually be such a terrible thing if, first of all, they didn't have a Gears or a Halo launching in the holiday. I think that would kind they of be... They need something big, I'm saying. But, but I don't think... Seem... Well, Sony actually pretty much proved that actually that's not really true. Well, I mean, judging maybe by... Rather than putting these games out in October or November, they can actually just leave it and just have something new and interesting in September and then just kind of leave that and then have the next thing in, like, February or March or something. Okay. But then you still need something big in 2017 besides Scalebound. Yeah. I'm thinking that Phil's sitting well, on the, games, uh, uh, to be honest. I'm thinking well, he's... Well, well, he's obviously sitting on something. Yeah, but... he's, sit, he's sitting on something, especially but... the way he's... Uh... I can only say the way, like, the, the vibes I get, you know, like, <clears throat> no, I really think that he's worried about a leak right now, and um, that's why there might be a little bit of a high tension in the air. Uh, obviously, they don't want to, I think he's sitting on games. Like, he made a comment today, he's like, there's never too much of games uh, to somebody on Twitter. Um, I really believe that Phil believes in the game mantra, games, games, games. And I think E3 is going to – might really uh, surprise us. I think they, they might have a lot. I mean, or, you know, they, they, there's something – I'll know. be happy if they have two new games, personally. Well, yeah. So, I, I, two I, new two games. One of them will bar. be Horizon 3. Two is I the mean, bar. Oh, okay, okay. Not even two now. besides Horizon Horizon 3. Right. If it has three – like it has three games and two of them are a new IP or whatever – that's good. If it has, you know, usually, uh, I think they're gonna have. Um, uh, I think they're gonna have. I think they might have two or three really uh, surprise announcements. If they have two, two, two is it's still good. If they have three, that's very good. If they have one, that's kind of. That's bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh. Well, we're gonna we're gonna move on to the next news article because this is kind of. This Going back to what we show. did in the beginning yeah. of the podcast, yeah. Uh, yeah. EA Access will be free for 10 days to celebrate EA Play at E3. So, That's hey, convenient. It's not just convenient. It's, an, it's awesome. Like, fucking EA is essentially saying for 10 days, enjoy all its best games this last year. You get to enjoy Madden 16, fucking FIFA 16. 
You get to enjoy like probably Battlefront by then. Battlefront by then. You'll, well, you'll you yeah, get to I enjoy the, big... the huge lineup of like, hey, look, the EA Access is fucking killer. Screw any other service. Like I, I think this is this is hitting hard. Like it's gonna get. I think a lot of people will sign up for EA Access by doing this, especially around E3, because people always get talking about video games around E3, even just generic people, because everybody's talking about it. And well, I think the um, the 360 games being backwards compatible, if they hit the vault, will be very Mass interesting. Effect. Double yeah. disc, hopefully. Double disc works. So yeah. So Mass Effect two and three. It'd be nice to have those up. And uh, Dragon Age, hopefully one and two. Well, Dragon Age one's not multi disc anyway. So no, it wasn't. But, but it'd be yeah. it'd be nice to get those up on backwards compatibility. Yep. But yeah, I mean it's 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 hard to like. Who thought a few years ago that we'd be talking about EA like this? Like, this is such a... They've done an incredible job turning their uh, their name around and their position in the market. Like just They've been doing good sales, digital sales on their titles, too. Yeah. Even outside of EA Access stuff, you know? They have, although I I still don't really like how they, like, puff their own chest out. Like, like, they're doing good things, but it's like they know they're doing good things and they want to tell people that they're... It's not that they want to tell people what they're doing; it's that they want to tell people that they're doing great. And it's like, I don't think it's. They are but though. They are. They they're, are. they're doing an amazing job. And... Yeah, but it's not particularly very becoming when you do it yourself. No, it's no. not. But, but uh, they're it's doing not, good, man. It's not really them doing it though, because it's like, yeah, we're going to give ten days of EA access away for free. No, I'm not. That's going to make they had their financials up. and it was full of. No, but you have to. That's for stockholders. Like it's fucking. That's they're they're trying to pop. That's for stocks. Like they they're, they're doing a great, and they need to celebrate that. Now, like when they announce this, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the first person. Even though I already have a year of it, I'm gonna be the first person to tell everybody. Fucking EA access. If you don't have EA access, you're crazy. Like it is the best deal when it comes to a collection of games right off the bat. If you're gonna buy an Xbox One and you don't buy EA access day one, you're crazy. It is the best deal. Even if you have a PlayStation and some of these games already, it's the best deal. You can't beat it for thirty bucks. Well, I I, I think for ten dollar for ten days, you you really exploit the system there. You probably finish a couple of games. Um, oh yeah. You know, or you can get you know you can get you can get your real value out of that. So. You could finish uh, the entire Mass Effect trilogy and be disappointed by it. <laughs> you could. You, but you, you could, could also kill like this is EA Access has the potential of killing GameSpot or stop. Mm. No, it does because you think about all the used market for Madden it's games. It's just one and, publisher, though. Yes, but they make I'd be legitimately surprised if none of them have looked at this and thought. EA's already come out and said people have want to put their games. Other publishers want to put their oh, games on yeah, EA I Access. That, yeah. Yeah, like fucking EA Access has the potential of being that used game store, essentially. That would be interesting if they worked with other publishers for their service. Which would also be weird. I mean, I appreciate that perhaps not all publishers have the the breadth of the service to do it, but you would have thought that they'd be looking at their own rather than going on EA's. And I think that, to be fair, I think that that is probably the reason why 
you know, if other publishers did it, perhaps that might actually lend a bit of credence as to why Sony were a bit concerned about it. Because they'll never be on Plus, but then, I mean, there's not been much. That would be interesting to me if, like, some of the smaller publishers who couldn't have their own worked with EA and put their games on EA Access. Because then Mm -hmm. that would be... Then we get... Then we'd be getting to the idea of Netflix for video games, essentially. You know? Mm. In a good way. Not streamed over the internet. Yeah, but you know what I mean. No, no, I know, yeah. I'm just saying, it wouldn't be Sony's PlayStation uh, View, or not View, but uh, what is it called? The, their gaming? PS Now. Now. PS Now. Yeah. Because you're actually getting to download your games. It, you know? But, but like a smaller publisher, like maybe like say like Deep Silver or something. Yeah. You know? I'm or sure appreciate the money after uh, Homefront. Like that would make sense. I mean, like Square Enix would do it themselves. I can't imagine they'd work with EA. You know? Yeah. But or same thing with Ubisoft. You know? But if you're looking at smaller publishers, they yeah they might be interested. I I can see why they would be interested to not start their own own service but work with EA. Yeah. Like I'm sure Act- do it. Activision would never work with EA no. on it. Like no. they have a big enough catalog, they don't need it. Ubisoft would never do it. And Square Enix. Square yeah. Enix would. And but I will never s- do it because they're still selling so many right. bloody GTAs. It would, have to be small, it would have to be smaller publishers. No, but yeah, you could say, oh, uh, who's a, uh, maybe Capcom. Capcom could do it. Like, you have a million small publishers that'd be like, hey, we can just get under the EA banner of EA Access and fucking, hey, if we can, like, anybody that downloads our game, we get like whatever percentage of that, like the monthly cost or whatever, just to to have more games. Like, it just makes sense for them. Because it it takes the games away if you don't keep paying for EA access. So I mean, it it makes sense. It's be, it's a better used model for a lot of these publishers because they keep getting paid for their games, unlike uh-huh. GameStop. I mean, this is really, honestly, this is them positioning themselves to kill GameStop, like to stop this. Uh, oh, somebody Thieves bought market, Madden, yeah. and now it's forty five dollars two days later. How do we compete? Well, you compete by having Madden sixteen. Launch on EA Access. Six months after. Six months after, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's a killer deal. It's a killer. It, you know what? I would. I. If if they got a, a couple like a bunch of publishers behind them under EA Access, like I could see myself spending sixty a year in a subscription for EA Access. That's a shitload of games. I would yeah. pay double. I wonder if they'd rebrand it though. If they actually got other publishers in there. I don't know. Like, I don't know what you would call it. Access. Access. Games access. Yeah. I don't know, something like that, yeah. yeah. Presented by EA. You yeah. know, like, just so they Powered can have their name attached. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. But, uh, that's it for news, guys. It's our new little format. Three articles. Three. Well, was there really any other news to talk about? It's worth uh, I it? Mean, um, there was a, there was there has to be a little something. Uh, the Forza NASCAR Gargos. We talked about that. We talked yeah, about that. We talked yeah. about Gargos. Gar- what'd you guys think? Sick. Vern, we haven't seen enough to really like say a lot about we it. Like, like, we like cool. what we've seen so far. Yeah. Yeah. 
What are those things that come with him? Those freaking piglet thing. Did you see that? The when he when he when he did you see the trailer? No. Oh, you gotta watch the trailer. We'll watch the trailer. We we just I don't know. It's been a busy day. Uh, let's see. Let me go through the news real quick just to see it. Uh, Fallout Four, uh, Far Harbor came out. It's, it's available, yeah, yeah. So if you're into that, for sure. Um, I know people played Doom. Uh, none of us have played. Oh well, Tim, you've played Doom, right? Wow, I did play Doom. And tell us about this it. This is gonna be my. Maybe we'll do my section of what was playing. Yeah, we were talking uh, about. It, but yeah, just let us know. I played it. Okay, you guys already did this. Um, and um, I gotta tell you something, guys. I don't know. Maybe it's just because uh, you know, maybe I'm a little tired lately. Um, <clears throat> but I was not. I, I liked the direction Doom Three went, where it was fidelity, the horror, horror, thirty frames per second. Now I don't. When I say thirty frames per second, because they kind of that was what they were gunning for. Um, they they were uh, you know pushing fidelity. I remember Doom Three when it came out. It was like one of the top games graphically. It was like uh, uh, you know the it was not on the level of Crisis, which is still a game that that people benchmark with. Um, but it was it was it was of that elk where it was trying to be like um, you know uh, top of the line graphics. I like that direction. So that was in my head going into this game, and quite frankly, um, I, I think that the graphics on the game are pretty much generic. Uh, they they have some good character models. Uh, the play reminds me a lot of Halo, without uh, certain thrusts and stuff like that. To me, I, I did not like the direction at all. I find the story is broken where I felt like, the, well, the story is extremely generic, uh, where in Doom 3, the story hadn't grasped and I was scared and uh, I felt like, you know, when certain parts of Doom 3 happened, like, you it know. They had really good pop scares in Doom 3. Yeah, uh, I, I felt like that's where they were going. And now a lot of the fans as well, it's about multiplayer, the first two. And I get that. But I just feel like the game really, uh, it doesn't impress uh, graphically to me. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's an okay looking game. There's so many games out there that, that are competing that are on the same level. Uh, so nothing st stood out for me. Uh, I'm still in the process. The story is absolutely, I played the first level, but I just, I, I, I don't know. It seems very rushed. It was just seems, it's not. It's not super detailed, like uh, that I didn't find any collectibles where I was reading or hearing audio tapes, like uh, Doom 3, which I liked, or even Quantum Break, which I just had recently played. Um, it's basically a fast-type um, shooter. Uh, it's all about speed. It's all about speed and melee. And to me, I just felt like it's this has been done so many times that a game with this type of IP should be treated differently, in my opinion. It should it should not be treated uh, as a, a you know a May release, you know, where there's not much hype. But I, I feel like Doom should be a lot more than it is. 
And uh, I, I was actually, when I played the game, I'm, I thought to myself, maybe it's just me getting too... Uh, jaded? Jaded, or like, you know, where, where I thought of Jeff, Jeff Gertzman and how, uh, you know, how he sometimes becomes a little bit... Um, Bored. Bored, or, you know, even... It's just that so many things. No, I, I need something fresh. Uh, Quantum Break gave me something um, where I felt it was a little fresh with the movies or the splits and that. Uh, but even the, that, the gameplay, there's nothing that's that's to me that's innovating in the traditional games field right now. And I think that they have to work work on that. You know, it's always the same thing, whether it's you're looting somebody and it's the same animation or you go down and you think you hear a little cha-ching and you know or it's going to be a, a an you know a, a game like division where i just don't i feel like creativity is a little stunted at this point and uh i really believe that the generation developers developers can't afford to be quite as creative as i think you want them to be tim because they have maybe. to they have to maybe. hit certain I agree. It's it is a big, it's a money game, and 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 that's part of the reasons why. Like for me, this game uh, was made sixty frames per second. Now that's not a big deal, but these consoles, as you know, cannot really they have a problem with sixty frames per second, especially at a higher resolution. So yeah, maybe I am a little uh, I I am a little uh, I want more, and um, and I know I'm not getting you need new it. hardware. We need new hardware, I think. I think well, wait, I, I, I wait hate a to second. Say that, wait a but, second. Like, new hardware is not going to change the mechanics at all because you're still going to be using the same controller. He wants better graphics. But, no, no, I it's not just better graphics. graphics. <laughs> you want better gameplay. And the better I gameplay... I do want better and fresh, refreshing gameplay. Yeah, like, I think... I, I know this sounds really stupid, but I think they need to start doing what the government does and, like... You offer like a billion dollars for fresh gameplay and a bunch of different smaller devs go, we got ideas... And they have yeah. like a prize. And then whoever wins the contract, EA makes the game, and that way they go, "Hey, look at this amazing game." And that way you don't have EA spending twenty million dollars on like a game that might not work, but you have a bunch of smaller devs spending thousands of thousands of dollars to produce an idea that they can submit to EA to produce something like something amazing. Like that's how Portal was. Portal was an idea that's right. that wasn't Valve. The original portal that was a is new not idea, a fresh idea. They won a prize and they got to make their fucking amazing game. Right. And it was it became Portal, Portal Two. They were epic, but it was something fresh and innovative. Exactly. And they, I don't know. I think the the game game Haven't development needs done? they need to change. They need a fundamental change. Well, that's the thing, and that's what I also thought. Uh, and, and and it was funny because uh, Black Ops came out and. Um, I, I didn't get it, but I actually saw somebody be playing Black Ops on 360, and well, that it was on a smaller. Like, it was that on went a, from like 3,000 people playing at once to so over 90,000. 90, but that's that's the thing is is that, uh, and I saw somebody playing on 360, and I was kind of like like wow, that could pass for a game this gen. So I feel like the two gens are just too closely. Uh, I don't feel like that we, we from gen to gen we didn't get that jump off that we've always had, and right now we're in a, a point where. Um, well, that's we why really... people are excited about VR and hoping it does exactly, work. and that's where we are. And and I think that VR, uh, 
that too will have its creativity uh, uh, ceilings or, or it's going to be tested because you see a lot of their, those games. Um, I watched the Jeff Gertzman thing where they're they all experiences. Play, where they play, yeah, pretty much. It, you know, I mean, and that's up to the, a person's personal pref, pref, personal taste, but to me, I don't really. Unless it's a horror thing, I might actually uh, be interested in for VR. But other than that, I, I don't know. Uh, but I really would like on the on the on the game side for some maybe new things to come out or some new types of refreshing gameplay mechanics or refreshing ideas because it just seems like game to game it's it's a uh, a steal off of the other, just a, a different reskin game. I mean, Witcher Three is one game that I would say is 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 a full next gen experience, and uh, so the DLC looks amazing. But those games are few and far between, you know. Um, and that's pretty much the you know uh, the you know you know what 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 kind of I'm in right now. I'm kind of a little down. I'm like, is this ever you know? I mean, we're just take a break. Take a break. Whenever this happens, take a break. I it's did. The best yeah. thing you can do. I didn't play like you could ask Burn for even when he was like with you. I wasn't playing a lot of games the last couple of weeks. Like well, I, I always been... play Madden. I feel Madden's good. Um, no, but like, like seriously, whenever you feel this way, whenever you feel like, gee, these games just aren't fresh anymore, take a break. Yeah. Seriously, that's usually a sign of you playing too too much. Yeah. Or you know, like at least that's how it is for me. And if I take a few weeks off, I take a month off and just like refresh. I come back stronger right. than ever. It happens every time. Yeah, like Minecraft. Yes. Minecraft. I could sit there and play that for a thousand hours. Even now, I could just sit there and play it and zone out on it. But right. sometimes you just got to put it down, turn the console off, and walk away. Like just dedicate yourself to the Mets, Tim. You need to dedicate yourself back to the Mets. Yeah, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give Doom a chance. I played the first. I mean, a lot of people uh, didn't agree with my take because I put yeah. it on Twitter, and um, it really was. I felt like Jeff Gertzman, you know. <laughs> I really did, but I was gonna say I'm gonna be honest about it. No, but the difference um, though, Tim, is I never heard you go two out of five. No, like. You're but just like right now, stale. this game is a two out of five for me. Yeah. Uh, so I got I, I maybe it picks up um, the multiplayer. I have zero interest, and that might be part of the problem. I was, uh, you know, I had followed the game somewhat, but I was expecting uh, an extension of what Doom Three was, and I know it was talked about how they were kind of going away, but I felt like that being that they took the chance in Doom Three and it. I don't know if it was successful or not, but I feel like it could have been on next generation hardware, uh, maybe uh, something that they could, uh, you know, uh, you know, have a game where you know you have you know crazy scary, mon you know characters and and it looks good and it looks really high def, you know, I mean uh, high fidelity. Whereas I feel like this game is just basically was made for the multiplayer or a large portion of it, and I don't like flying around and doom, and jumping around like I'm in Halo. I you know like I said the gameplay, the way you jump on and even the way you grab on, uh, there's a little platforming on the rocks and stuff like that. I just yeah. I don't know just down on it. Well, I, I can't end the show on a fucking down note. Um... So let's talk about Black Ops for just a minute. 
That okay. game went from like a thousand, five, one thousand, five thousand players all the way up to hundred thousand players. That was fucking insane. And the best uh, video thread site I saw for it was something like they were making fun of the gaff thread. Uh, nobody wants backwards compatible except for the hundred thousand people on Black Ops right now. Like it was. <laughs> well, the gaff thread was a joke, making fun of what oh, Sony people, was saying yeah. pretty much. That's the reason it was like. Oh, that I anyway. know, but it, it's. It, it was just one of those things like, yeah, now it's, yeah. Now it's uh, fucking backwards compatibility. The fuck? <laughs> it's just crazy. It's, in that, it shows uh, the problem with COD. Like, COD is so fucking boring at this point. People would rather go play Black Ops 3 in backwards compatibility mode on an old, like, than fucking worry about Infinite War. Well, it's also nostalgia, too. Yeah. You know that's how that's how it is. But I think backwards compatibility is great, and I'm I'm glad Microsoft's supporting it the way they are. And it seems to be getting better and better, and people are using it, and it's showing that it was a good consumer friendly idea that's paying off. I think. I think you know. I mean, it was also on sale for ten dollars on the Xbox store, and I think that publishers are going to see. Um. You know they are going to make money from this, and Microsoft are the one that are doing all the work. And I think uh -huh. that's that's what's attractive to them is that actually they don't need to do anything. I uh -huh. mean, uh, Rocks Two uh, K said this week that they were having tremendous success with their games on the the PS4 store, the the PS2 classics, yeah, the trophies. And I think to myself, well, you know, why are you not on Xbox One? I bet you'd have tremendous success <clears throat> with they you know, will your be. back catalog. You, you know, yeah, I wonder coming. if Microsoft. Are, uh, yeah, I wonder if Microsoft are waiting for for E three to be like. By the way, here's all the shitload of games that everybody wanted. But I uh, I really think uh, they're waiting to release Red Dead BC yes. for the Red Dead uh, announcement. With two, yeah. yeah, like I I it's it's gonna shock me if they're. I really think Microsoft has the marketing rights to Red Dead Redemption too. I would I, be surprised. That'd be huge, but you know, even if they don't, and they get Red Dead Redemption too. <laughs> I think that's how that, they open the show. That's the one game that I want on BC bad. They're gonna open with Gears, man. I think you close mm, with Gears. Rockstar don't generally. Do I think E3. Gears. I think Gears is your closer. I think that is like, look, this is fucking Gears, baby. We're here. Nah, We're gonna I fucking gotta change all shit. You've got to close with something and like a new announcement. Yeah. What I, I think. Close with a new announcement. What I think they're going to do with these BC announcements, especially the games like Black Op or uh, Red Dead Redemption, they're going to have uh, they're going to have it like they released Black Ops and um, uh, basically it ran better than it did on 360 from the Digital Foundry, right? It ran faster, is that correct? Which game, sorry? Black, Black Ops. Ops. The yes. Black Ops uh, it runs it. at least as well, if not better. Yeah. Right. So I think that they're you know they're not going to release these games like Red Dead and, and have it. It's, it's actually uh, closer to a Lock Sixty with uh with with a uh, with Xbox Black Ops. One. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I think that they're going to be looking to um, make sure that the product, those type of games, are they're going to wait on them, and you know they're not just going to. Yeah, they can't pull them. another Reach. Exactly. You can't have reach uh, for Black Ops. You know what I mean? So, and it seems as time goes on and coding 
or whatever, they seem to get these games. Because Reach now runs fine. Yeah, it still has sound glitch issues, and the frame rate's not perfect, but it's better. Better, right? It was... I heard it was missing freaking textures, and, and when it first came out, it was ridiculous. Now, I need to go play it, because I want to see how much better it runs, because it ran like shit. It still runs not great, but it's better. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for the show this week, though, guys. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Please write us at letters at xboxuncut.com. I'd like to thank both everyone for coming on the show tonight, Vern, Steve, Tim, especially you, Tim. I know you had a busy day. You guys are great, yes. Yeah. I know you fought to get here for us. And we did start the show early, so yeah, we apologize for anybody that kind of got mixed up on the time frames and everything. Uh, And we know we delayed the show a day, but we'll be back next week on Thursday. Uh, We're also, I think we, I mean, we haven't really talked about it. Uh, E3 week, we'll be doing live coverage for both Sony and Microsoft. Like, those are the two conferences. I'm are gonna we cover. doing Sony? Yeah, I'm going to do Sony. I'm going to live stream it. and fuck, We're not going to do, like, an after show or anything for it. It's we're going to live stream it. Just to sit there and talk about it. Because usually... What about, I, what about, the EA the day before? Do we want to do EA? Uh, I mean, I got it. I'm off those days. I'm going to be watching them. We, could, we can watch, but it's not going to be... Like, Sony... Other than Microsoft, nobody's going to have their own dedicated after show. Like, yeah. that's the only one we really care about. Uh, but we we will be covering all those conferences. Well, not all of them. Probably EA, Bethesda. I'm not trying to get into any. I'm not trying to get into... I try to get into Bethesda, but yeah. the EA... Bethesda was, was really good last year. It was really good, yeah. But EA, I'm, I don't know. I feel like EA is... I don't like what they're doing with these They're E3's. boring. We will not be doing Ubisoft's. Uh, we will not be doing... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh... I don't know. Like, but there's, there's going to be a couple we skip because I just don't fucking care. Uh, Activision, I probably wouldn't watch anything. They, they don't I do don't, a show. I, not, they have not even got booth. It, they could scare me. Oh, and we will not be watching the Treehouse. I don't fucking care. About Zelda. Yeah, I. Nintendo has hurt my childhood, and they're attacking it. They're attacking my childhood, and I just can't. I can't give them clicks. I think Nintendo's dead. It's a sad day. I think we should have a funeral show for Nintendo. But uh could have done that in two thousand five, six. Yeah. But uh yeah, I think that's gonna be it for the show guys. We appreciate everybody for tuning in. We will catch you later and I will find the outro music and we will be out of here. So peace out everybody. Later. Yeah. And eventually it will load. You got this, Dustin. Peace out, everybody. We will see you later.